Hello there. Welcome back once again to the Great Stories Podcast. I'm your host for the show, Ryan Weber. And what you have found this evening is a long format interview style program uh, where I sit here with another human being and we talk about life. Uh, We hear their story, their wins, their losses, their struggles, but most of all we hear how they came to know Christ and what it's meant in their life to follow Him. Uh, These interviews are unscripted, they're uninterrupted, they're unedited, uh, they're real. (laughs) These are real conversations with real people uh, who follow a real God, and we see what it's like to follow Him uh, in the trenches. Uh, It's not a polished show. It's not uh, rehearsed or pretty. This is just what it what it's really like for a real person to be a believer and a follower of Christ. It's awesome. I uh, hope you enjoy listening to the show. You can follow the show on Facebook at The Great Stories Podcast. Same name uh, on Instagram. That's what it's called. Uh, you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. Uh, I'm looking at putting it out on some other platforms, but... Uh, that's hard to do, so it takes a little time to pull that off. Uh, you can search for it uh, on those platforms at The Great Stories Podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, there is a Patreon account uh, where you can go on and become a sponsor either you know, monthly, a couple bucks a month, something like that. And uh, the whole reason I do that is because there's some cost that goes into doing this. And um, as the show uh, starts to gain some traction and the audience uh, grows a bit, and I'm just looking to upgrade some things. I want to get a logo one of these days and just try to get the show out there on different platforms. Really what this comes down to is I want this message to get out. Uh, what these people talk about is it needs to be heard. It's something that this, these, what these people are saying, this is the best thing that they have to say to the world, and it's that God loves them unconditionally. I want that to get out. At a minimum, uh, what you can do is share these episodes. Like the page, go into your Apple Podcast thing or your Stitcher and just give it a thumbs up and a five-star there. Of course, if you want to be on the show or you know somebody who you would like me to talk to, shoot me an email at thegreatstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, this evening, I just wrapped up an amazing conversation uh, with a friend of mine named Gabe Delao. Gabe is a, uh, a Newark, California native, actually grew up about a mile from where we're sitting today, and he just has just an amazing story of uh, a guy who, you know, he, he brought himself through the mud, you know, and life hit this dude pretty hard, and he... Uh, hit bottom a couple times, it sounds like, and and what he tells you is a story of God reaching into his world, and just through miraculous events, through just organizing things, through through working in ways that, that he's still even just grappling with right now, uh, God has saved this guy, and he's changed him into a new man, and he's learning what it means to follow God, he's learning... Uh, just so much uh, about who God is and what that means for him. Uh, he's a faithful servant on the Resonate Church Street Ministry team, and just uh, what a delightful conversation we had just about what that all is too. Uh, so, without any further delay, uh, forgive my hoarseness tonight. I have this uh, <laughs> every year. It seems like I just get this dry throat thing. It bugs me. It's hard to do podcasts, but we got it done. Uh, I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here we go. All right, Gabe. 
pronounce your last name again uh, for uh, me. Delao. Delao. What what kind of name is that? Actually, I found out that uh, it's French. Really? Yes. Well, you're not French. Uh, about that much. A little bit French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a war a long time ago. <laughs> oh, someone someone got busy at war. <laughs> <laughs> so, right on. Yeah. De la O. De la O. That's cool. I've never seen that. I've never met a De la O before. No? Yeah, no. There's, there's a few. There's a few around here. And there's some that we don't know about that found yeah. out there was in San Jose. And it was actually kind of cool because I was watching this. Uh, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was professional soccer or maybe it was college. And the goalie had. Was it De la O? It's De la O. I was like, oh, Ooh, how's that look? You know, it was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, that was, could be you. Yeah, I was like, come hmm, on, you know, get out there. Yeah. Right on. I don't know about goalie though, but now you want to be that that center forward, right? Is that um, or the right? When I was younger, it was forward. You played? Now I still play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And so now that I kind of took it a break because my knees were kind of like you know starting to you got grown up legs longer yeah. to <laughs> heal a little bit. Yeah. Uh, more of a midfielder. Instead of, because my team was kick the ball, run, chase, and I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> you play like in the evenings or yeah, Friday nights on a league or Friday nights, yeah, at the sports field in uh, Stevenson. Yeah, the Silliman Center over there. Um, I don't know if it's the Silliman Center. It's the sports sports. Oh, you up on the top end of yeah. Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there. I know yeah. you're talking about. So, yeah. do you, is there like teams you're on? You got yeah, like yeah. I don't know. They even did that. Oh yeah, it's, it's like a, a group over forty co-ed. Get out of here. Yeah. It's awesome. Wow. And, you know, and we want to win. So it gets pretty competitive. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What do they is. call the league? Um, I don't know. Grown up but soccer? <laughs> it's over 40s. Over, over 40s co-ed. You guys you know? have a you have a team name? Uh, Surge. Surge. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So That's scary. They're pretty cool. I played uh, soccer all the way till sophomore year of high school. Okay. I was goalie. Hmm. Because I was big. And I hated running, yeah. so that that was the spot. <laughs> Just standing there, keep the ball from going in. I was all right, yeah. but it was when you know you got to high school and it got competitive, and I I got like up to six foot three. Mm. I just couldn't move. Yeah, like these some of these guys are just so quick, those agile little things. It's like man. I know my uh, my son growing up, he was because um, I played high school, mm. and in high school I had some really good coaches. Yeah, that had a lot of drills that enhanced different you know even a goalie and so i i just kind of observed and watched him yeah and then as i got older i had my son and he's a he's a healthy boy and he was my goalie because you know same thing running was right so fun and uh and because of just i guess it's in his blood um <laughs> you know i'm, I'm starting him younger because that's my love soccer right. right right and so when it came to under eight he was pretty well ready and then they uh dominate they selected him on a select team you know and i'm dad i'm like okay yeah. you know let me go check out this practice <laughs> and, and i'm watching the coach and he's basically some of the drills were kind of like okay you don't know what he's doing all right nah. you know, he's like, he's just, I, it's almost like i mean i'm, I'm believe me anybody that volunteers and gives up their time for kids the coach yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm hey how can I help you? You know, let's let's do this. And and uh, he worked for Pepsi. And okay. So after a while, he was, hey, can you take practice? Hey, can you take? You know, I was like, 
Okay, sure. You know, before you know it, you're in charge. Yeah, right? I got these boys doing drills now. Because <laughs> his, his idea with drill was, give me your ball, and he just kicked it. Go run after it and come back. And I was like... Playing huh? fetch with him? Okay. <laughs> I was just like, okay. okay. You know, and, and so I was kind of like, okay, just watching it. And then he would yeah. play games, you know, just play games. And I was like, okay. To see, you know, that's not my. I'm not. I'm not going to be like, hey, you got to be. I'm just. I'm, I'm dad. <laughs> right. And, uh, and then eventually, like you said, um, he ended up his work ended up not letting him. And he he commuted from Modesto every day. Oh. All the time. So I was like, so he was missing a lot. He worked for Pepsi in uh, Union City. Up um, there? from somewhere. I yeah. didn't really, uh, you know, um, but I, I'm wow. assuming so. And so he was missing practices, and Dang. eventually they said, hey. Would you like the team? And I said, Yes, I would. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, so now I got the um, under eight team development, and we're <laughs> under eights playing under tens because right. that's the level when you select them. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and so, uh, and you know, once the kids found out that they're under eights because they didn't know, um, mm. you know, some of the kids beat up on us, but for the most <laughs> part, it was fun. That was cool. And then um, we became the Newark district team. We were called United. You know? I used to tell them, I say, hey, well, when that's not just the name, that's how we play. We're you know? United. You know, and so. Uh, I like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And we had a good run. We had, we had a couple seasons to where um, undefeated and, and, uh, and two seasons to where during the league, um, not tournaments and all that, but right. we, there wasn't a goal scored against us you were that team dude it was wow it was uh it was pretty fun and my son was a goalie right yeah and he was like dad i'm not that good i said son don't worry don't, about you it you don't have the ball's not coming to you <laughs> I go, you don't have undefeated seasons yeah and 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 seasons to where you don't score goals with a lousy goalie son yeah that uh. just doesn't happen he's just like right prove it yeah, yeah exactly you know so it was um it was fun how old is he now he's 20 Okay. 20. And, Does he uh, still play soccer or no, stuff? He, no. When, when he turned 10, he was like, um, Dad, is it okay if I don't play soccer? And I was like, No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because yeah, we were going soccer, baseball. Oh, okay. And uh, Pick your love. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we were, you know, off season, because you know, of different seasons. And uh, I go, okay, well, you're not going to play soccer. Soccer's my thing. Yeah. What do you want to do? Because like, we're going to do something. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I want to play baseball full year. So we started going to full year. And then uh, I coached, I kept coaching soccer for one more year because, you know, I'm, I'm, I was getting the coach ready, my second coach. Right. It was, it was like, just letting you know, um, this is my last season. You know, I'm going I'm to be with my son, basically. What he's doing, I'm doing. You know, I'm just going to go be more because I found myself not being able to. So I gave him a full year, but it was just, it was rough. They haven't won a game since probably, um, right? No, no, no. <laughs> they, actually, they actually were... Um, because in my the way I used to coach the kids, right footed, left footed, every kid had to learn it, huh. right? Just because. Wow. Um, I was getting ready for high school, right? That's what I told them. I said, "Hey, and who wants to yeah. make high school?" And they go you, like, "You got to do well, everything." Well, you know, I do like that, but like this. So I I used to tell them, "Hey, head to toe, head to toe control. Basically, you can control the ball from any aspect of where it comes at you." Wow. And for the most part, they they were getting it. You know, and I go, your right foot, left foot is not going to be as strong as your power foot. Yeah. But you will be able to use it. And sure enough, they came together as a team. Pretty. That's pretty good. Pretty solid. For like 10-year-old kids to be able to ambidextrous do soccer. No no wonder they won everything. 
man, it was it was fun. But we go to tournaments. I tell you what, there's a lot more kids out there that could do that. It was uh, it was some good soccer to see, to be up against, and you know, yeah. it, was, it was good stuff. But when I coached that one year, we, we we actually did really well again. But looking in that goalie spot, and my son's not there <laughs> after a victory, it just it just yeah. really, I was just like, man, it's not the same. No, and yeah. so I was like, all right, man. Oh, you're not gonna stop. And I was like, I'm stopping. I, yeah. I, yeah. And so we played baseball for another about two years, solid. And then he's like, Dad. I uh, I don't want you know he's my catcher, my third mm. baseman, first baseman, and pitcher. Right. You know, and uh, he's like, Dad, it's okay if I don't play baseball. I said, Yeah, son. What's left? But what are we gonna do? Lacrosse, <laughs> football. Now go. he's in eighth grade. Okay. And uh, my coach, my brother coaches in in um, Modesto. Yeah. Uh, football, you know, his son and all that. And he said, Dad, don't worry about getting him in football when he's younger, because he's a big boy. His body's gonna take a lot of pounding. Mm. Bones are growing, mm. you know. So just you know, take it easy. And and I said, all right, he goes, don't be in a rush. He's gonna, you know, and because he's but he's going to play. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And so we actually landed in Fremont football, you know, the FFL. Mm. And uh, thank goodness it was having to be the Raiders. Um, but when he came on board, he was like, "Who's this kid?" Now he's he's been my goalie, my catcher, first baseman, <laughs> third baseman. His footwork is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean he's just he's got great footwork. Yeah, he can move. Just, he's, yeah. Where did this kid come from? You know, and it just and sure enough, he lands on the Raiders. And uh, one of the coaches, he was he was uh, actually he ended up being a coach, but he was a dad trying to. Yeah. He had some he had some uh, leg issues and stuff, so he was just like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna relax a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> coach this year. You know, I'm just gonna be uh, a dad. Yeah. And he saw my son. He's like, "Get him! I like this kid." Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and so he he watched uh, he watched my son play, but my son was kind of timid, you know, because in soccer, baseball, there's not really contact. You know, mm, right, and right. My son's a strong kid, and he's and he's like, "Dad, I don't want to hurt nobody." He didn't know how to use it. He, he didn't, didn't want. want yeah. He didn't want to hurt nobody. Mm. And, and all of a sudden, I go up to the coach and I said, "Hey, uh, um." You know, uh, my son doesn't want to hurt nobody. He goes, is it right if I take him? I said, do what you got to do. You know? <laughs> Wake up the animal. So this guy. Come on. He's, he's a, he's a um, I'm not sure if he was Japanese, but he was like a, just a, he played semi-pro. Okay. And he was a, like a sumo wrestler. It's a big, he gets in front of my son, just no pads on. My son's got pads <laughs> on. And he literally, I watched this guy beat up my son for like the next 10 minutes. He says, get by me. Tackle me. He just grabbed him, tossed him, grabbed him, uh. just beat him up all in front of him. Next, you know, my son just keeps coming at him. And next, you know, he's just done after like 10 minutes. I was like, man, uh. I wasn't expecting that, right? <laughs> and then he asked my son, he goes, he goes, you okay? He goes, yeah. He goes, are you hurt? He's all, no, coach. Hmm. He's all, exactly. He goes, you're not going to hurt anybody. The, tat, the pads take everything. Right. And after that, boom. The light turns on for him. The monster. And he just he takes off with it. That's great. And uh, but he just runs in and he he ends up getting uh, when his freshman year, they're just like man, you know. He ends up getting well, you know like at the, at the end of the season, you the the varsity beeps up the roster. Yeah. They uh they asked him to come up, you know, just to come get the, you know, and but they're like, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm not really too sure. He goes, don't worry, he's not going to see any time, right. on the field. He goes, but. We wanted to start practicing with the varsity because he's going up next year. Train up. You know, yep. and so, all right. And then so he just, he ran with it. Um, 
but yeah you know but then we had a that's when I ever started going through the divorce and everything like that right and so just he didn't, he didn't I'm not playing the senior year you know but right. I look at it as God protecting him from something I don't know because the team didn't really do mm. that well you know um, they, they I think they won like two games throughout their whole and I said son he was going to be you know a lineman you know and, and well he was a lineman and so it's a lot of banging around for yeah. not a lot of wins and so I was like yeah. you know what and he was he was like you know um I'm okay with not playing. I wish I would have after now now that he's older. But he's yeah. like, I got something, man. You know, obviously, sometimes God protects you from stuff that we don't see. Yeah. You know, and who knows what your legs would have been looking like or concussions. Oh, yeah. and Everyone you talk to, oh, I'm, back when I played high school football, I yeah. blew my knee up or my hip fell off or you know, whatever. They tried to recruit me for the high school team. But fortunately, I was so dedicated to being lazy <laughs> that they, they couldn't get me. Because <laughs> they try to sell me, they, oh, you're a pretty big guy. You should play uh, football. Like, we, uh, you know, we practice every day after school for like three hours, games on Saturdays, you know, during the summer where you do double days and we run till we puke. And I was like, mm. yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to sit on my parents' couch and eat their food. I'm not coming out there to get banged up. <laughs> Looking back at it, though, I kind of wish I'd. I played because yeah. yeah. I, I I could move back then and I, I was you know I was almost my size now and just run people over they they could not they'd be dragging people behind me is great yeah. but yeah yeah no he's he's regret I mean he's like me when I was when I was younger um, I didn't play college soccer you know um, yeah. and I wish I would have at least not to say I played college but just to rate myself was I actually good at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, yeah of, you want to you talk big, yeah, in the past, you know, right? And uh, I used to be this, but you don't know. Um, but <laughs> when I was when I was a freshman, I uh, that year I was actually the only freshman to make varsity, huh. and it was uh, you know my head got real big, you know. It was oh yeah. Actually at the junior high, that's oh. when, that's when the, <laughs> that's when the, uh, the, uh, those grades were seventh through ninth, back then. Now oh. they're now the high school. They all go to the high school now. You know, yeah, it's four years. Of, but yeah. back then, so there was an activities bus that picked us up and took us to the high school. Huh. So for two weeks, because basketball freshmen play at the junior high. Okay. Um, I was the only one on that bus, so I was like, walking with little. You're the man. You know, I was. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, and, but when I uh, when I got to practice, um, yeah. he's actually the high school coach now. His name is Rick Villa. He, he's uh, still there. Yes. Whoa. He's, he's still there, and uh, he's coaching varsity. The boys. You're not that old. And uh, are you? What are you? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah. So that was what? What year was your high school? Eighty-eight. He was eighty-six. I was. I was. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's not that bad. No, I'm no, good. I'm not. good. You know, and <laughs> and so basically the uh, it was basically freshman carry ball bags and freshman carry cones. Right. Right. So for two weeks. You're the I was, ball boy. I was, and <laughs> soccer's played in wintertime, so yeah. my hands were freezing, and I was, you know, I didn't grunt. I just like, okay, that was my initiation, and, <laughs> you know, but I got humbled really good, yeah. really quick, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, it was fun, though. Well, take me back a little bit further. Okay. Like, where where were you born at, around here? Um, St. Rose, Hayward. In Hayward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my whole family was born here. Homegrown. Yeah, pretty much. Right on. Yeah. And you grew up in, in Fremont? Uh, Newark. 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 Dang. So we're sitting in your, your uh, Actually, crib. Actually, we're 
on the same street. Shut up. I grew up on. No it. way. Olive Street, the next one over. Yeah. Between Cherry and Thornton. I mean, Derry and Thornton. <laughs> I grew up there. And then. Uh, We're sitting like a mile from your uh, childhood. Less home. than oh, a that's mile. That's crazy. Wow. This field right here. Yeah. This one bare one. Many summers, many, many times I was there. I mean, that's where we grew up. Play kickball right here in this little court, this cul-de-sac right across the way. Wow. Yeah. Before what? it used to be a through street until too many yeah. car accidents. They plugged it up. Yeah, they plugged it up. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they did that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, at first, I mean, we were too young to drive anyways at the time. Yeah. But it was, yeah. It what was, was Newark like? That, so that's... Uh, a long time ago. What, the 70s? Right? Um, I grew up in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember a lot of that because I was just 10. Right. I, you know. Um, but... uh it was smaller. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it was more wide open. You know, there's a lot mm. of, a uh, lot of stuff that's come in and a lot of houses now. Oh yeah. You know? Well, everybody's talking about these, uh, big, I call them ant farms. I don't know what, what the housing things where there's yeah. like the shops on the bottom and the five levels of yeah. stuff and the just massive things going up everywhere. It's like, dude, it's like, I don't know where those kids are going to go to school. I don't know what streets those cars are going to drive. Like that's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of it, it seems like they're they're not for family houses. They're it's right. like it's almost they're they're for the IT departments. You know, what I mean, the IT yeah. techs that you know, right. you got Google, you got Facebook, you got young single, yeah, or dating, whatever people. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. And then, uh, um, then I got married, and my wife then lived, grew up on Olive Street, further down, <laughs> past George. So, what? and her grandmother had bought the houses. That's funny. And so she was living there. And so when I get married, I just still living on all. Moved down the street. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're not real adventurous, Dave. <laughs> I mean, granted, I moved around since then. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, then we ended up. I was just like, wow, That's great. this is funny. This house in front of me is for rent. If you want to move back to all, uh-huh. it's ready. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So what what was the the home like when you were a kid? You got brothers and sisters, or I have what, uh, what four brothers, four, well, three of us. There's four total. Okay, I mean, maybe in the one, uh, four of them, and then one sister. How old? Um, or what? What are the? What's the spread? Uh, within five years. Wow. Yeah. The uh, it was my older brother Eddie, Hisasita, Raul, and then skipped the year. Actually, so I, I guess six years. Okay. Skipped the year, and then me and my brother James. Wow, it's like a baby factory. Yeah, it was all good. Once a year. Yeah. Wow. So what was that like growing up? It was awesome. Was you dad know? home? Um, my dad mom, was... Mom and he, dad? No, yeah, they're both they're still married now. Okay. Um, I think they're coming up on f- at least 52, 53 years maybe. All know? right. And they, so, they, they figured out the secret. You know? Yeah. yeah, stay away from each other. You still... <laughs> no, but... Uh, Don't talk to me. <laughs> um, it, it was, you know, I mean, it was... It was it was interesting you know growing up but you know yeah. just uh it was now that i i that i'm older i'm glad i grew up with a big family like that because it, it it helps me with my walk today you know? yeah it was just uh even being married where i'm at now it's it's uh it's healed a lot of things being part of a family hmm. you know um because uh, my wife now she didn't come from a big family right you know so now it's just you know so it's new you know, hmm. it's, and it's 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 awesome. You know, it's awesome. There's a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna turn this a little bit. Let's get it closer to you. Okay. Oh, there you go. There we go. See, so it gets warmer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose you. Yeah. yeah so uh, you know, um, 
It was, uh, I mean, granted, we're blamed for everything because there's four boys. <laughs> you know, everything. <laughs> yeah. And usually, sister could do no wrong. And it? normally, it, it was us. Yeah. Because we're the only <laughs> we're the only boys. Right. At that age. Yeah. On the whole entire block, you know. So, but it was fun. Very adventurous. Man, I was the only child, so I got I got blamed for everything, and rightly so. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But uh, my dad pretty much worked a lot of jobs. You okay. know, he was always, he was military, um, um, Air Force. Mm. And so growing up was yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't really care for it growing up. But as I got older, it opened up a lot of doors talking like being able to show respect. Mm. You look them in the eye, shake their hand. You know, it's like, oh, man. It's, yeah. It's absolutely, you know. Did you guys move around at all? You, nope. you stayed there. Did nope. he work at uh, Moffat? No, he uh, he wasn't. He only served. He went to Japan, came back home. And, oh, okay, he did tours. Yeah, and wow. then, um, but then he uh, came back here, and he's basically been uh, working two to three jobs. You know, wow. throughout our whole childhood, it was pretty much either custodian, uh, security was always his go back. You know, it's right. always his his uh, yeah, weekend weekend thing. Military folks get yeah. in. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, because you're licensed. Right. And so. Um, um, and then there was either a truck driver, truck driver, or hey, cheers to the truckers, amen. You know, <laughs> and so, uh, so he was always, uh, you know, either taking a nap because he had a good enough job, or <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but uh, he had very good hearing. You know, like if he was on the back side of the house, and uh, my mom would say something, and he'd be like, uh, and we'd say, "What, mom? What do you mean, what?" He, he, he's out of nowhere it's like I thought you were sleeping <laughs> yes ma'am you know it's just but it was uh, it was good stuff that you know we uh, we had a good example you know because yeah. I had my my uncles a um, lot of divorce a lot of brokenness a mm. lot of you know um, grew up in a very alcoholic environment mm. you know um, uh, my, you know everybody would give up Lent give up drinking for Lent right and then on you know, uh, February Easter, 1st, Easter, or, yeah, on, on Easter, they would all meet up and, and go to the, actually the New York community center. You know, we still yeah. do it. We still do it as a family. And yeah. my, my dad would save the spot. He'd go there and camp out and all the brothers would go there oh, and they just break their Lent, you know, I mean, break their, <laughs> you know, and they, by the time people start coming 11 o'clock, 12, yeah. and one of them's just passed out, you know, smashed. Tossed, yeah. Because <laughs> they haven't drinking for a couple months. <laughs> <coughs> you know so that was um that was our uh that's funny yeah so <laughs> but now uh now i'm the one that saves the spot i'm the only one that lives in newark still okay and so my family gets together they come from modesto they come from union city they and i'm up at four o'clock in the morning you know what what like, happens over there what is this it's the easter part easter 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 uh picnic that we have oh I never yeah. even heard of it. I live right here for ten years. I didn't know about this. Yeah, well, it's just a, it's our family thing. Okay, it's, it's what we do. We have go have. A oh, pic- it's not like a thing. You just go there. Yeah, no, or we don't. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's just something we did. We've okay. always done it in our family. Is that's fun. Go uh, go hang out at the park. Right on. You know, on Easter, you know, so rain or shine. <laughs> it seems like it seems <laughs> yeah. like you know, but that's fun. Yeah, I like that. So what what was the like? spiritual status in the home growing up like what? um we went to uh st edwards um okay it's right on thornton there yeah right yeah. on thornton catholic um, church yeah and so it was kind of like we were forced 
and you know well you know everybody went so that's that's just kind of like you know yeah um, we went we went there and, and went to catechism right you know, everybody catechism confirmation um but really uh um my mom my mom uh started realize well when she was younger she started realizing that um there was a lot of uh stuff that wasn't true hmm. because you know she was raised catholic when she was growing up so right nuns you know just go to you know the whole works and then she uh she got an eye opener she's hmm. she's kind of like yeah i know you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was definitely a blessing it was the beginning of a whole bunch of stuff you know and hmm. so um but we still but this but but this time we're older so it's kind of like we're um starting to go our own ways yeah i don't want to yeah. go there i don't want to go no more you know mm. so, how old how old do you think when you decided to pull out of that hmm probably 16 17 uh, you made it pretty far yeah okay you know but it still wasn't it's not like it was like we were getting taught anything because i really don't mm. remember i don't remember a whole lot not even going to class other than friends that i still have that you know because i have a friend um hmm. that actually grew up on olive street uh, also and we're still friends today since for uh first grade kindergarten wow. yeah that's cool yeah so what do you think they just was it that they weren't teaching it you know or, or? um it was just uh maybe where i was i wasn't i wasn't right. everything else but you know yeah um just but, get it over with so you yeah. can go home and whatever yeah somewhere to do yeah. after after practice or something just go and because my friends were there mm. you know so it's kind of like okay and but i never really you know um now that i'm at where i'm at now i i always knew i always you always see those little things that god always had you uh you know what i mean just mm. you know because uh growing up you're very with four brothers and well, three brothers. Um, we really couldn't go out in the front yard until my parents got home. Hmm. You know, um, was that because well, because it just um, sometimes they wouldn't get home till six, seven o'clock. You know, depending on my dad's job and my mom's job. Yeah, and so we couldn't go out in the front yard, so we had to play in the backyard. And thank goodness hmm. for Newark, there's huge backyards. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at and this. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. so that's where our imaginations grew. Hmm. You know, we had, especially when they started doing the med fly spraying a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I've heard, oh, heard of the fog trucks that come yes, through. Yeah. It was, it was awesome with the helicopters. They had helicopters that would spray. What? Yeah, my brother and I would wait and wait and just start running away from them, getting in the house barely, you know, just trying to. It was just very creative. And then our backyard wasn't. My dad would always bring stuff home for projects, projects that never. You know, oh, that's fun! And it was just so there was stuff. <laughs> there was just always Dude. stuff, and yeah, uh, you know, I learned how to play soccer back there. You know, with the little ball. You know, it was just it was good stuff. You know, and my uh, my mom tells a story that she used to run outside and run behind those trucks and like play in the fog <laughs> as they're spraying the box stuff. Like, <laughs> mom, I'm, I'm amazed I came out normal after that. <laughs> hey, what do you think about kids that don't play outside anymore? With a childhood like that, you know, like everyone talks about, oh, everyone's just, you know, they're doing this all day, playing games with their thumbs. I think there's that. going to be um, uh, carpal tunnel in their, in their future. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
I don't know if they know the repercussions yet, you know. But obviously, the 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 future, like even like controlling airplanes and stuff like that, everything's handheld. Mm. So they're adapting yeah. to that, you know. That's um, true. Yeah. But you know, um, definitely uh, the addiction to uh, um, energy drinks. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Because you know, until they stay up and you know play all night long, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, um, it sounds like a fun, a fun childhood, man. Yeah. I love that. Random car parts or <laughs> yeah, tires every, everything. And, we like, had a, um, a shopping cart back there that we flipped over, and then next, you know, we're <laughs> acting like we're riding because my dad liked westerns, right? Okay, and spaghetti westerns. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'd be on a chuck wagon, just you know, yeah. and oh man, it was like I said, our imaginations just grew. That's fun, you know. Oh, with four boys running around, mm-hmm. gosh, you're you're having full blown battles with yes. natives and <laughs> who knows what. That's fun. Yeah. And then we had a we got a paper route that we all had to be part of. Okay. So now there's extra um, rubber bands everywhere. I mean, we just had a <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was good stuff. That's yeah. great. Yeah, our place, our house was actually the the place to come hang out. Yeah, you know, all our friends would be all over all the time because our backyard was huge. You yeah, know? and we had some pretty good soccer games back there. We had some, we made some a basketball court out of a uh, old rim that we had nailed to a piece of wood and put <laughs> it up there, and yeah. we would have some pretty good solid games with that. You know, that's awesome. It was good stuff, you know. Granted, the grass didn't last very long, but it was got good, you know. I could picture it, yeah. You, know? I'm, I'm, you ever see the Sandlot? Yes. That movie. That that's yes. the image I have in my head right now. Is <laughs> yeah. You're those guys. Yeah, pretty much. That's fun, man. Yeah. Well, what what was uh, school like around here back then? Like, I'd... um, there was a. It's funny. It's is I talk I talk about Foxwood, right? There yeah. used to be a school there a long time ago called Muller School. And um, okay. there used to be a, a school there, and then I'm not sure. I think it's Summerhill is the next mm. um, apartments that are behind there. And there used to be a, a, another a junior high school called uh, Silva. Hmm. And well, they're both gone now. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, that's where I first started going till like third grade uh, to Muller School, and then they closed it down, and mm. then we ended up all going to Graham transfer into Graham or right. you know wherever the line was or whatever but yeah, we ended yeah. up going to Graham that's still there yeah you haven't outlived Graham no, yet no no. <laughs> <laughs> no but that was pretty much yeah that was that was that then junior high then high school yeah what, what was it like going to school with your brothers was it like a it was good stuff like a team yeah it was yeah. uh no because no, one of them was uh two years older yeah um and then uh then my brother James who was younger than me um he okay. uh uh, he was, you know, he was, he came up, you know, to where it was kind of like, uh, we saw each other, but it was, you know, I was, I was into soccer a lot mm-hmm. growing in high school. And so it was kind of, you know, my own little worlds, but it was, yeah, there was a couple of times that, you know, you know, uh, he was bigger. He's a pretty big guy. He's probably about close to your size. All right. You know, the baby of the family, but the biggest, <laughs> you know, and uh, he was a football guy and, you yeah. know, and all that and so was, you know, um. It's good to have around. Was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and, you know, so when it came to football, you know, hey, I knew where yeah. all the parties were after every game, you know. Right, right. You know, so it was, it was good stuff. That's fun. You know, it was fun. 
yeah. well keep going get into um whatever whatever parts of high school or whatever you want to share with the world yeah. well let me uh <clears throat> let me go back to where i am oh yeah um when i was uh this is how i knew god you know now that it, where i'm at now hmm. where i knew he kind of always just throwing little you know little uh i'm right here you know oh. um when i was i think it was junior high you know i you know I, i'm doing something i shouldn't be doing writing my books hmm. right writing in it you know just oh, yeah. doodling and you know in on the covers inside and and i remember writing uh try god and i was like of all the things hmm. that i could be writing right and i'm thinking Weird. now exactly so now i'm thinking okay well some kid might be looking at it that's going through some rough time you know i'm looking at it now then all of a sudden he opens up and of all the things he could see <laughs> a message from you you know <laughs> yeah well you know and it's kind of like okay that's funny you know and um uh it's just uh you know because after after you actually start to open your eyes and heart you start to realize that he's he's always been there you know hmm. i know my walk uh uh i uh when i was when i was in high school uh, I had a girlfriend, and then when I was in 11th grade, I, that was the first time I got my heart broken. And then, but my high school coach was really into um, uh, Cal State, and so he's talking hmm. to me. He's talking to me about Cal State and all this stuff. And then uh, when I got my heart crushed, hmm. I started my senior. I started going down, taking a right, you know. And, hmm. And uh, and then there was a soccer tournament to where he walked into a clouded, uh, uh, smoke-filled room, and I was like, hmm. And then after that, he stopped talking to me about it. Hmm. He stopped talking about college. He stopped, you know. And I was kind of like, he just kind of like, I'm not gonna put his stamp, you know, put my name on your if you're gonna be yeah. doing this. And so I just, I didn't have anybody, you know. At the time, I just, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I just started going down a different road you mm. know um but uh i look at it now and it's if i didn't take that road or if i didn't then i would be not where i'm at today mm. you know um and then uh i get up getting a job right out of uh right out of high school worked at ray camp across the bay okay and uh and here I am, started, then they, they hired me at like 15, 15 an hour back then. And then because- Pretty good. Yeah, but then they threw me on a graveyard shift was like another four more dollars. And I was just like- so I'm, money. So I'm making $19 an hour, 1988. Yeah. Um, with no accountability, you know? Great. My parents bought me a car, a little Escort, so I didn't have to pay for that. Yeah. Ford Escort. Yeah, Ford nice. Escort. You Fancy. Know? Yes. <laughs> you know, and so we didn't have cell phones. So I had to worry about, you know, paying for yeah. my cell phone. And then, uh, so I just, I met the wrong person, mm. you know, and started going down a pretty rough road when it came to, uh, uh, you know, it all starts off with weed and then it's just, because that's the gateway. And then, right. And then you just start going and, you know, looking for something else. And How far did you go? I uh, went pretty hard on meth. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty good. Um, ended up losing a job. You know, mm. I, was, I was there pretty, uh, pretty good time. I was there for five years at Raycam, you know. Um, but something closed over here, so we got transferred to a different division. And 
Next thing you know, I found myself on, because I went to day shift, I found myself on graveyard again. Right. And it was just all, all bad this time, you know. And um, if it wasn't for my parents, uh, let me stay in the garage, hmm. probably would have been on the streets, hmm. you know. Um, they didn't know, they knew I was doing something, but they didn't know what. Right. They uh, they actually allowed me to stay in the garage. I had my I had my mattress, my little my little space room, my Nintendo, right. you know, and uh, <laughs> and that's all I needed, you know. My right. uh, my mom would always come into the garage doing laundry and just uh, call out my name, Gabriel. Mm. I was like, yeah, mom, just checking, you know, <laughs> making sure you're still breathing. <laughs> exactly. You oh know? man. And so. Um, that went on for at least I think three years pretty pretty uh, man yeah and so were you, were you working during that time uh, I was uh, no actually this was um, this was in my early 20s and I had okay. lost I lost a job at Raycam okay and then uh, um, and I remember I was running out of money mm. and then because of the 401k that I had put money into during when I was working, yeah. <clears throat> um, I had settled and tried to pull money out. Tried to pull the money out. Yeah, I took the took the hit and all that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't care at the time. Forty percent tax. Yeah, or something. exactly. Yeah. And so, and when I I got a lump sum at first, so I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. And then right when my money's running low, boom, I get another like four grand just out of the blue. So I'm just like, from where? Exactly. What? I don't. I wasn't questioning it. I was just yeah. Just take it. And so that just escalated Dang. everything to even a higher level you know as in mm. I was just in it deep and uh, I started uh, I started to not hear voices but interpret voices that were against me the paranoia you know the paranoia mm. that goes with it you know yeah yeah and uh, and so I, you know even though if you're speaking I, 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 you're talking about me you know you're talking about me you know what I mean so wow. I was uh, I was I was pretty into it and uh, and then one afternoon um, the girls next door uh, somebody drove up to their house and then two girls came out and they you know I'm just listening like that and, and this is what I heard I'm sure it had nothing to do with it <laughs> but this is this is what They're I plotting heard. against you yeah <clears throat> I heard um, he's it, he's in there again they're gonna come get him today that's what I heard right and I'm thinking, man, the cops are coming. You know, they're probably talking about a squirrel in their backyard or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> and so I, uh, um, my best thinking is to get rid of everything, right? Mm. And I didn't have much yeah. left, and so I, uh, I swallowed a baggie, mm. a sandwich bag that was, you know, um, got rid of the whatever was in there, and then I swallowed it, and because it's the baggie, yeah, I start suffocating. Oh gosh! And one thing that went through my mind was, my mom is gonna find me, oh. you know, because she's the one always coming in, and and then uh, I reached down on my throat with my fingers, and I was able to pull the baggie out. Whoa! And once once that happened, um, where I was, where, where that little that little cubby hole that I made, there was a piece of plywood, and then some curtains that surrounded it, and and that plywood had been there for what two and a half years three mm. years and there was a knot in the wood and that knot um, 
became a vision hmm. of to me it was uh jesus came in and he was just staring at me and i got scared i got so scared i'm crying i'm crying and i'm hiding from him whoa and i'm just saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm bawling i'm just and then i keep peeking and he's just looking down at me just and i'm and i'm just bawling i'm i'm losing it i'm just i'm i'm, I'm afraid i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like i'm sorry i'm sorry like that and he's just staring at me and staring at me and i'm just like so i i get up and i go into the i go i get out of the garage and i go into the kitchen yeah and uh and and i never knew how to give myself to to god or or anything no one's ever said hey if you want jesus you got to get down you know and, <laughs> right and say I, this prayer <laughs> yeah no. i go into the garage and i i'm mean, gonna go into the kitchen and i uh i get down on my knees and i just say i i, I need your help I, I can't do it I, I i need your help i can't do it I, I i can't do it on my own i and i'm crying just losing it you know and then i get a i get a vision of a, of a guy in high school um his name is tom brown and when we were um we were doing one of our soccer tournaments when we were older um hmm. you know we, we would do an overnight varsity would do an overnight tournament in modesto Okay. And be go up Friday night, play a game, and then spend the night, play two more games on Saturday. Ooh. But that night, that Friday night, was just a party. You know, we're right. in a hotel. There's a girls' basketball game going on. There's, you know, there's all kinds of tournaments going on. Yeah. You know, everybody's staying there. So it's, and I got a vision of Tom Brown. Tom Brown, on the back of his uh, um, Letterman jacket, is the Lord is my strength. Right, hmm. and so my vision of that I get in my head is he's. Uh, I opened up. A, I was I was searching around, kind of looking for you know looking for certain people in this particular room. Yeah, and I opened Tom's room, and he's sitting Indian style in his bed with the Bible open, and he's reading it, and he kind of looks up at me, and he <laughs> says, "Hey, Gabe, can I help you?" And I just uh, I just. Sh- shut the door nope <laughs> wrong room right none of that <laughs> but i get that exactly but i get that vision of yeah. him and then i hear loudly seek tom brown seek him right and yeah. i was like okay and i don't i don't have his number i'm not Weird. i'm not i'm not he's not even in my world right it's just yeah um my cousin who who got saved through their church um years maybe months before um, he was he was my cousin that that you know we're in we're in the bedroom doing our thing yeah and he comes in you guys are sinners you need to repent oh, man. you guys are all going to hell brimstone and, and we're like dude <laughs> leave you are not welcome here just right. go and um, and so he knew Tom Brown and so I reach out to him and obviously a seed was planted <laughs> through my cousin right yeah I uh, I get with. Uh, I gave with my cousin and I said, Hey, I, I I need I need Tom's number. I need to get a hold of Tom. And uh Wow. He uh he gave me his number. So I called Tom and I said, Hey man, uh this is what's going on and, and how long has it been since you've seen the guy? Since high school. Years. Probably. Yeah, since high school. And I really it's not like we hung out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, you know, um That's I, crazy. I, I, there's no contact, there's nothing. And 
he tells his dad, who's a pastor at a, um, Presbyte, uh, New Life Presbyterian, um, okay, and uh, and he says, my dad says, come over, and I said, okay, wow, and so he goes, you know where you live? I go, I think I, I believe so. I knew I know the area a little bit. It's in the lake, yeah, and uh, so I go over there, and he calls about three or four of the elders over. Whoa, and uh, they sit me in the middle of their front room. I don't exactly know what was being said, but they all <laughs> laid, they laid hands on me and just I don't know. I don't know if it was an exorcist or, or, or what. Yeah, what I, I don't, I don't, I don't Dang. know I don't, because I'm still under the influence, right? Because it just, you know, yeah. of and ever since then, um, my desire for it is gone. Um, no rehab. What? No relapse. Really? Nothing. So three years solid. Gone. And you're just like done. Done. What? Gone. And there's no explanation for it other than there is one, but <laughs> absolutely, that's crazy. At, at the time, you know, I mean, other than God took it all away. He says, wow. He says you're done, you're done. And so I started getting. Um, at, at their church was pretty much into polit- uh, politics a lot. Okay, they would be the ones that go in front of abortion clinics, the rock, the rock um, band, um, mm. the rock concerts and picket and all that. Right, and, and right. I'd be like, that, that's that's not where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and they would say, you know, uh, you know, for, because I was being attacked now, you know, they would, they would teach me that mm. devil's alive and well. And now that you're getting closer to God, he's going to get closer to you too. So they started... Whoa. You know, they started telling me, "Hey, you got to learn this scripture for your uh, for the pornography, for the mm. lust in your heart. Read this, do this, do that, do that." And now it's just kind of like, okay, but I was a baby, and yeah. so all yeah. this, you know, I need milk, <laughs> and I was in. But I'm not saying the church didn't know addiction and stuff like that, but hmm. um, they just didn't know how to reach out, and so a lot of the stuff that they were um, telling me was just going right over my head. Just yeah. Wait, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, you know. So I reached out to my cousin who was in the world like I was at one time, and uh, he was like, um, I need some street Bible is what we called it. They go, yeah. I need some street Bible, right? And real talk, yeah. I go, yeah. I don't understand. I That's mean, what this is. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do here, yeah. man. And uh, and so we got together, and it was like, and I didn't know that they were a part of it, but there was like four other guys that graduated within two, three years around from each other and they were all meeting hmm. and we all got together and we just sing hymns and it just, we got rooted. We hung out with each other and you know, um, it was what I needed at the time. There was no, in this, in this church, there was no gray area. Right. It's either you're in or you're out. And, right. um, my brother also got saved. Um, um, you know, when he was, uh, when he was younger, uh, at the same time, he started going to the same church, and yeah. Um, but then, about three years later, two to three years later, he uh, he backslid. He hmm. started, you know, partying a little bit. So, and the church was like, uh, "No, not having You it. need to clean yourself up before you come back." Hmm. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, that's not." Yeah, what I feel that that's what do you mean? What about I, the prayer circle? You know, I was like, I go, what? Bring that back. You know, and I was just like, wow. So, 
that pushed me away from that church. Yeah. And I was like, no, mm. my, I'm, you know, but because that happens, I start to backslide. Mm. Not using meth anymore. Meth is gone. But I start to drink. I start yeah. to hang out. Start to, you know, um, and then just kind of, you know, uh, end up getting married when I was 27. Um, and uh, had my son when I was 28. And so, uh, but then, but still continue to drink, you know, um, pretty, pretty bad. Um, then we find out that uh, my family has a history of uh, defective pancreas. Mm. And because uh, there was, a, I had another uncle who had a pancreatitis. Ooh. And so Dr. Basley said, hey, um, you drink, you're going to die. Yeah. And so he got out of the hospital and continued to drink. Went back in the hospital about a month later and never came out. Oh, gosh. And so in 2001, um, Raiders, were doing, Raiders were doing fantastic, you know. <laughs> and, so, so so are you. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, then, and I hate hospitals. Yeah. And so I... Uh, I had having a pain in my, you know, in my, uh, mm. you know, where your ribs come together, right yeah. where they come together, sternum, right there. And yeah. I just couldn't hold nothing down, and mm. and I told I told my uh, wife at the time I was like, I, I need to go to the doctor. It's like three in the morning. The only thing that made it feel better was a fetal position, and I was just like, that's I, not good. I, I need to go. <clears throat> and then so I went to the hospital you know, for the first time, and then. Uh, they just sedated me, make sure I was on IVs and just kind of, you know, wow. let everything calm down. Week later, I'm like, okay, you know, I still go. I think the Raiders play the Ravens that season at the end. Man. And I'm not drinking. I'm not. But and it just so happens, just how Satan works. We mm. park right next to, because we're having a tailgate, you know. Yeah. And, and we park right next to a guy who works for uh, Budweiser. So he's got he's got like he's set up. He's got like five or six different new brands of beer. He's got the lime beer. He's got Oh yeah, and he wants to share yes, probably. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he, does. he wants to and it was, so now it's of course, it's free. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I'm just like and, <clears throat> Yeah, sorry. And uh I'm all dry today. And so uh but I I'm not I'm hurting. I'm hurting pretty pretty good. Yeah. And so I ended up going to the game, finishing the game and then, you know, but I'm not drinking. And then that night, I was like, "No, something, something's wrong." <laughs> and so I go in. I go into the uh, to the emergency in uh, in, in uh, Washington. Yeah. And then uh, they uh, they basically um, I start having a, pancre- a pancreatitis attack. And uh, okay. I remember my my hands and feet were um, ice cold. But I had a fever for like 104. Mm. Basically, my body was shutting down. Yeah. And so uh, I remember them telling me, "Hey, we need a we need a sample. You know, you need to have a a, a urine sample." And I was like, "Well, hold on a second. Then they started talking about catheter. I was like, "Hey, give me give me a couple more. You know, they hold on. <laughs> Let me try this the old fashioned <laughs> way first. <laughs> you know." And, uh, and so that didn't happen. And then next thing you know, um, um, they want to sedate me. Hmm. Um, and it's like one of those those movies how they they got a gurney. There's like three doctors on each side, and they're wheeling me down 
the the corridor. And you're watching and the lights go by above yes, your head. Oh. The double doors get pushed open. Oh man! And I am just and I'm and I'm scared. I'm just <coughs> I'm losing it, you know. But the pain, the pain was so bad of, hmm. of the pancreas. Uh, it was just uh, it was horrible. And I remember telling God like, okay, um, I'm ready. Come make this pain go away yeah um i'm 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 ready come mm. end this please come and uh and then i remember uh also telling him it's gonna sure it's gonna be great to see you mm. you know because i know where i'm going it's just wow I, and it was kind of like um they sedate me so i don't slip into a coma and then a week and a half later i wake up in um santa clara memorial Whoa. i don't remember anything i was on life support basically they had me my liver my kidneys both shut down and um they were just feet i woke up with two ivs in my arms um i'm pretty you know pretty done and uh uh but because i woke up they were uh and i don't remember a lot of stuff i don't remember what i when i woke up I remember having a dream. Well, I felt like I was dreaming of, mm. peop- of people I haven't seen in a long time, like people that I haven't seen since high school, and mm. and so and I'm thinking when I woke up, did my life flash before my eyes? So I've right. seen all these different people. Yeah, but um, my ex had called everybody mm. to say it don't look good. Come see him. Right. And she busted out the little black book and wow. just called everybody. So the people that I saw, I saw. They were actually there. Right. And whenever they would enter the room, um, I couldn't say nothing because I had a tube down my throat. And mm. and I would, I guess, I guess I, I kind of opened my eyes a little bit to to see them, but you know, couldn't say nothing, but just yeah. go right back to sleep. And um, I had a buddy named Andy who well, I found out later that he was he washed my feet you know <laughs> he was uh there was a lot of praying going on lots wow. of praying and then uh I woke up and they basically uh doctor said uh okay he's gonna live hmm. he's gonna live because um uh it's okay to go home tell my family um when your kidneys and liver shut down like that he goes, they don't come back 100%. Hmm. He goes, so he's going to be here in about eight months. Just Whoa. healing his really? liver and kidneys. And then uh, a week later, they both come back 100%. Hmm. And doctor tells me, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He goes, Whoa. and uh, he says, if you're my relative, I tell you to go home. He goes, because we're going to have you walk up and down the aisles, just healing, because new medicine is get up and walk, get your blood flowing. And yeah. he goes, uh, he goes. so every open door, there might be a cold or there might be something you might catch. Hmm. And now your body has to heal from that too. He goes, go home. Go home and heal there. Wow. He goes, your kidneys and livers are 100%. After how long now? Uh, this is three weeks. Three weeks? Yes. After life support? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, a week later, a week later, what? after I woke up, and I had lost close to 40, 
40 pounds because I wasn't eating. There was they were just feeding me through um, IV. That's crazy. And and I, I remember I was like... Uh, That's a good diet. Oh, man. I should get on that thing. No. No? Don't. Okay. No. <laughs> I remember um, I didn't play soccer my 20s, during my whole 20s. Mm. I played some softball and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, so I didn't I didn't play, but when I turned thirty, I met up with that old guy from high school, and he's like, "Hey, I play on a co-ed league. Come play." And I was like, "All right, check it out." So, um, I played two full seasons of nineteen games apiece, hmm. you know. So I was like, "All right." And then in two thousand one, it happens. Hmm. Right now I'm thirty one years old, and uh, uh, so doctor said, "Your heart is strong," because your heart is very strong hmm. and that's the only thing that's what kept you alive is it never stopped it never stopped fighting you know and hmm. so i was like <laughs> um so i like soccer a little bit more you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but uh and so uh so after that it was pretty much uh wow. um uh i'm not saying i mean you know you never live a perfect life but it's, yeah. it's different, you know? And uh, so I get back to work about six months later and then a full year to date because it was January 13th was my last drink. And, uh, 2001. 2001. Hmm. And so uh, in, I think it was, two, uh, it, was, it, was uh, it was on January 13th, I'm doing, uh, I, I do telecommunication work. So I was, yeah. I was uh, plugging in uh, modem lines for ATMs and stuff like that. And it just so happens I uh, I have a work order for, to do it at a hospital, so I walk around the back and mm. and I was like, oh, you know, let me uh, it's okay. I got a work order for this. Oh, you got to go check in at the front. And I said, okay. So I'm walking around the front, and then it's like I had deja vu. Mm. I'm walking and I'm looking. This is it. And I'm looking. And I'm just kind of like I remember that because I had a second store window. Right. And I'm looking out the window, and all I could see is the, the can't really see the street, but I could see the stores. Like you were talking about the. Mm. Um, the houses above the, you know, yeah, um, ant farms. The, yeah. yeah, and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, I start to see that, and I was like, I've been here before. Yeah, I've been here. So I get on the phone and I said, Where did I wake up at? Hmm. You know, I, I, where was I at? She goes, Oh, you're Santa Clara, and I was just, and to me, it was God telling hmm. me, You're gonna be all right. You're gonna make it. You're gonna. Because I still had a little complications here and there, but it wasn't like crazy. It was kind of like, you know. Yeah. But after I saw that, I was kind of like a year to date, I ended up back at the same hospital working, you know, Weird. doing it. And, and I was just like, and I was just, it was so much, like, it just made me smile. Made me like, <sighs> you know. Yeah. Uh, it was good stuff. Um, just little Man. things like that that God's always said, hey, got you. I got you. That's amazing. Yeah. So the thirteenth. That's like, yeah. hang on. What's today? Today's the second. Yeah. It's uh, Sunday, I think. So how many years is that now? Is that nineteen? It'll, it'll be eighteen. Eighteen years. Dang. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. It's not easy. No. And uh, and see, and because of that, um, I wouldn't have met my wife today. Hmm. You know, because. Uh, she's been sober 27 years while well, going on 27 wow and you have to have a little time under your belt for 
someone like for someone like her to even look at you yeah to even take you seriously she knows yeah yeah exactly you're not gonna be like oh i had six months really okay well you know call me in two years (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know so it was one of those okay you know so it just it's all god Mm. you know so get into the um you know i know sue okay which is your wife now yes but how did how did that go down where you're from one to the other. Um, well, I was I went I went to the, well at the end of my my other marriage. Uh, there was a lot of uh, brokenness. Hmm. We were both doing stuff that we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, both going down and counseling wasn't an option. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm not gonna start talking bad about anybody you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'd, I've, that's I don't just, want that actually yeah. I never have <laughs> you, know, I just, Good. you know I mean I was like okay um, but I know I just wanted to be done it was <laughs> it was uh, you know um, uh, I used to leave every now and then it's kind of like okay we need a break <laughs> and then but it, I saw what it did to my son it tore him up <laughs> you know and so I didn't want him to do that so the last time I took off I was like son I'm, I'm not leaving no more and then as he got older, he actually said, Dad, it's okay. Hmm. I understand. Because, you know, um, I could change all I want, but it, it takes two. And uh, and then there was some infidelity um, on both ends. Hmm. And so uh, it was just, and, and someone came up to me, and, and I'm living in one part of the house, she's living in the other yeah. for like almost four years. And uh, and someone said, you know what? Um, I hear what you're saying about not wanting to raise your son in a broken home, bouncing mm. between two homes. He goes, but now you're raising your son in a house with no love. Yeah. And so that was my. And then my son's like, Dad, it's okay. I I, I understand. Mm. But you know, um, so we ended up going through it. You know, getting yeah. a divorce. Yeah. And then. Um, as we're not, we're not fully divorced yet, but pretty much it's just waiting for paperwork. Yeah. The, uh, um, I run into Sue and uh, at, at the bank. Hey, you know, and we knew each other from high school. We went to the same <laughs> school and we obviously had the same eighth grade class because we looked at the yearbooks and we signed each other's yearbook. Oh, that's so funny. I, and I want to think it was PE. I'm that's not funny. sure, but I can't remember what class, but we don't remember. It was just, you know, and we knew eighth each grade. other We knew each other a little bit, but not like, oh, hey, you know, it was, but. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so we ran into each other, you know, and he was like, hey, how you doing? Like two, three minute things. I like, go, oh, okay. Yeah. Then, all right, see you later. And then, uh, my son's a freshman. Her daughter's a senior, hmm. and then so we're we're going through a, a open school night, back to school night. Okay. So I'm I'm sitting at the amphitheater, and they're in the same class, of course. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Actually, they're not. Oh, okay. It was back to school night, so I'm just sitting at the amphitheater. You oh, know, okay. Kind of reminiscing. Oh, I remember sitting, walking over there. Yeah, right? yeah. Just kind of just sitting there, and next you know, she comes up. Oh, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then, boom, ran into each other again. And I was just kind of like, okay, what's mm. what, what's what's this about? You know, just so. And then uh, 
we just exchanged numbers because I told her that I was looking for. She was uh, she was working at Google at the time, and then okay, and we were talking. Oh, really? Like that? I go. I do telecommunications, and she goes, Oh, well, you know, let me right. give your name to somebody. I will let them get your number. I never called them, and, but we ended up <laughs> <laughs> we never exchanged <laughs> we never exchanged numbers, and um, that was good. And then we just got to get to know each other from you know from there on out, and. Um, it's been, um, uh, I guess you could say, uh, God's been pulling roots mm. with both hands since we've been together, you know, and because of her upbringing, her background, it helped me with mine. Yeah. And the way I was raised with the big family and just, just my upbringing and my, and, um, it's helped us both, yeah. you know, just grow and deal with issues that um, that we're uh, that we're, we were going through. You know, mm -hmm. he's still doing it. You know, and it's just it's been a blessing ever since. You know, and um, she's been involved in AA for a long time, mm -hmm. and so AA has a way of, well, I think it's just her also, but getting right in your middle. And yeah. just, yeah, just digging, you know, pulling yeah. out there, asking the right questions, and just, yeah, getting to the root cause of stuff. And and there was a lot of stuff that I was dealing with that evolved from my childhood. Hmm. You know, that stuff that um, I didn't know. I didn't know it was there. You know, and uh, uh, that's just one of the roots that was in, that made me, you know, deceitful. Hmm. You know, when it came to you know, not telling someone the, the simplest things, mm. you know. So, uh, and she dug in there and just, and when you talk about stuff, Satan no longer has a yeah. hold. In, in, yeah, it's out. Hey, don't, you can't tell them that, man. They're not going to like you. you can't, right. You know, they're not going to, you know. Ooh. And, and uh, it's good. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just to give you an example, it was, um, I'm not sure if we were married yet, but it was, uh, um, I was lying to her about where I was going after work. I was going to Bay 101 to go play some cards. Mm. And, uh, you know, and uh, got a little out of hand. And next you know, the credit card statement came through and uh -oh. it was my credit card statement. So she didn't, it didn't come in her name. Yeah. And then one day she, you know, kind of like, hmm, her... Spider Woman, I'm her Spider Woman. Her, women, women you know, are crazy they have, that they way. Have, they have that. They get a that, feeling, you know, intuition. Yeah, and, that's uh, funny. And uh, it definitely uh, made her alert, you know. And uh, and then when it came to light of what I was doing, it was pretty much. It's not about the money, right? It's about the deceit. Yeah. And and to me, it it just it ripped me apart hmm. as in she's not worried about the money because it was it was quite a not crazy money but it was you know a nice chunk yeah and she goes not about it. it's about to see why can't you tell me where you're that you're going to go play cards with the boys after work why, hmm. why can't you and i was like well why can't i hmm. why 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 you know i i supposedly love this woman i you know yeah. and <clears throat> and so uh and then one day we sat in the car and we just started digging, hmm. you know, and, and a lot of it, which it came about, which 
um, starts from the the hush hush games when you're when you're little. You know. Yeah. Here I am, a twelve year old little boy, thinking I'm getting I'm getting lucky. You know, yeah. I get to. You know, my my sister's older. She's got friends and on. And here, you know, uh, can't tell nobody though. Hush, yeah. Hush, yeah. Yeah. Like that, and and uh, and it carries with you, and it stays with you, and it just you can't tell nobody. And then uh, I was able to talk about it for the first time with her. You know, and uh, and mm. just and by doing that. It's it's opened up a whole world for me inside. As in, man, you know, it's it's a it was a uh, such a relief. Yeah. That you don't realize that it has a hold on you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it just uh, um, it was awesome. You know, it was it was very, uh, and now I have no problem telling anybody anything about me you know yeah. um, uh, especially when it comes to stuff like that yeah. you know just uh, yeah. uh, and I was like man I, yeah, I, I wouldn't tell nobody that you know it's just stuff that you know that just um, but that's how Satan works <laughs> you know you, yeah well as long as it's your secret right mm-hmm. then he can kind of hold that over you yeah huge yeah she wrung it out of you. Yeah. Go Sue. Yes. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh but yeah, ever ever since then it was kinda like uh um we talk about a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody tells you, Hey, uh, oh I married my best friend, you know, like mm. whatever. You know what I mean? Cute. Exactly. Exactly. It's like does that yeah. even exist? Right. And yes, yes it does. Because I can honestly say that there's nothing that she doesn't know about me. Wow. You know, and and I say that with all my heart, you know, because um, it's just a, man, there, because before, you know, and when you're in a marriage, it's, it's supposed to be someone that you can confide stuff into. Yeah. And it was weaponized before. Hmm. You know, like, oh, this and that, at least I didn't do this, at least I didn't, it's like, really? Right, right. You're Held gonna, against you. You're going to yeah. win a fight with right. stuff I... And so it's like, okay, hmm. go ahead, go ahead, you win, you know. So, um, there is none of that, you know. There is none of that now. There's it's all about just, wow, um, you know. When I was uh, uh, for what she tells me of me when I was in school, um, well, back in eighth grade, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, back in, even in high school, okay, um, I was that guy that was just quiet. I was just quiet. Hmm. Um, let everybody else run in head first, and I just chill and, and uh, um, the nice guy, you right. know, the quiet one. And uh, I see that as, you know, grace. Yeah. Um, when I was younger and, and just in my work field, you know, there was a lot of grace shown to me. You know, I was drinking hmm. a lot, drinking a lot, doing a lot of stuff. Um, not waking up, <laughs> yeah. You know, and my boss actually had the guys come knock on my window. Oh, he's probably passed out. Go wake him up, bring him in. A couple times, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. And I should have been fired. Yeah, I should have been fired. You know, and and he showed me a lot of grace, and we're still friends today. <laughs> and uh, that's helped me with 
my walk is and just um yeah how many times do you forgive right yeah you know many as it takes <laughs> yeah. I remember one time which was probably the best thing that's i'm gonna say the best thing has ever happened to me but yeah um best words that i've heard was um we were doing a job i was a foreman on the job and he knew it wasn't me that the stuff happened but something didn't go right hmm. and he was just letting me have it just opening up and just he's all and then he goes gabe I'm not mad at you. Hmm. You're just right in front of me right now. And after that, that allows me hmm. to handle everything Interesting. In, li in life with grace, with a grain of salt, like with, with, I don't right. know. I don't know what you just came from. I don't know what phone call you just got. I don't yeah. know what's, what's going through that. You know what? Not that, it's okay to go blow up on somebody right but sometimes god has you in front of people because they need to let it out yeah you know and he's given me that grace a long time ago that i'm able to endure it like okay and then after they realize like yeah no man i'm not mad at you i said it's okay huh. uh, you know and it's kind of like all right god you know it's okay you know don't don't worry about it man no you know no no need to you know, and uh, it's good stuff. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I have those experiences. Yeah. You know, um, I used to tell people in AA when we were there, and um, I hold on to the uh, trials and tribulations that I've had, the worst times in my life. Um, I hold on to those hmm. um, because they remind me of who I am today. Yeah. The, the walk I had, the, you know, the stuff that I did, you know, um, I called it character building, <laughs> you know, because it, it makes you realize, you know, um, a lot of different things about yourself, yeah. you, know, you know, and it was just kind of like, okay, and just the little phrases, you know, hmm. um, that he would keep me straight with. Right. So here you are, hmm. 2019, right? Mm -hmm. You survived this long, which seems like a miracle a couple times. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what are you what are you doing for work right now? You're still in telecom. I, yeah, I work for uh, RK Electric. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we uh, just two divisions: uh, electrical and communication. I do I do the communication side. Okay. Yeah, my uh, the company I drive for, we, we do machinery <coughs> to RK. Okay. A lot, a lot of scissor lifts and stuff. Once in a while, bigger stuff, but usually scissors and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we get a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, when we first started doing being a part of uh, street ministry. Yeah, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, um, Sue actually went first. Um, okay. And she. Uh, she went to went the first day, right? And, and and I didn't know anything about it. She goes, hey, I just, you know, because when we went to, she she was going to resonate before I met her. Mm. And then I was like, okay. And I was kind of in between churches. Actually, I was kind of lost. Right. <laughs> you know, I was kind of in between. And, uh, okay, I'll, ch I'll, I'll check it out. You know, and then, uh, and I was, where I was sort of raised is no rock bands. 
no electric guitars <laughs> no you know no lights you don't need all the glamour it takes yeah. away from and so when i went there it was kind of like whoa <laughs> okay we got a, just a couple lights just you know and so i was i was one or two guitars right? i was kind of set back a little bit you know yeah. and i was like but i've always sort of went by or been taught you know give something at least three to four times before you right. cross it away just because you know maybe you didn't and then uh and i know pastor Ryan wasn't um given the service that day so mm. it was kind of like okay but i think i was more caught i don't think it didn't matter who was yeah uh you know preaching at the time i, w- I was just stuck in there like okay just kind of checking things out yeah not really there yeah um but the next time pastor ryan did and just grabbed me huh. just I, I, I just I was done. I was like, okay. I go. I'm here, right? You remember it, what it was? What, um, what was he no, talking about? I no, don't, I don't. But yeah. it's just his passion. His the pa- gospel. His passion. Um, the way he just showed love. Mm. It was just. Um, it just grabbed me, and I was just like, I go. I can get past the music. Yeah, and they're not bad. You know, grab the earplugs on the way in. <laughs> you <right>? know. <laughs> um, but, but I was like, okay, was it? You know, and and so, uh, and then someone had told Sue about street ministry yeah and she's like, i'm gonna check that out right and i'm like okay i wasn't sure if um because it was street ministry is not for everybody you know it's, yeah. it's it's um to me from what i'm seeing from other people around us that are in it mm. it's almost like a calling it's almost like a you know a lot of people come out and try it yeah okay but yeah. it's not always for everybody you know and give a little like overview like what if you had to describe street ministry at, at Resonate, what what's that look like? Um, it's a, uh, uh, it's the beginning of uh, seeing a different uh, closing the gap, I guess you could say. Because when you when you when you first see a homeless guy or mm. a homeless girl, you, you automatically see the worst. Yeah, you know, there's a stereotype that goes along with that. Um, because they're easily yelling at the world, yelling at somebody, and mm. you know, and just um, talking to somebody, you know. And I used to tell myself, "Like, you know, what? how do I know they don't see nobody? How do I know? How, who am I to judge them yeah. and say that they actually don't see someone right now? Mm. You know, because there's all kinds of different gifts out there, <laughs> you know. And so, um, um, um." I've always been a positive guy. I tried to be, you know, yeah. um, and uh, and so when when she started going, I was kind of like, okay, let me let me let me check this out. Now, you know, the girl I'm interested in is mm. is going to go, you know. So I would go there, be a part of the route, but kind of just observing. Yeah. Um, she's a hugger. Oh yeah, and so I would always watch the hands, just kind of check out the group, kind of you know. And we had a couple yeah. other, we kind of had had a couple other girls that were involved, and I just kind of just watch, mm. you know, just watch. And and that was definitely from the get go. That was her calling. She's like, "This yeah. is a big AA meeting. This is all yeah. good, you know." This is, yeah. And me, I was kind of like, just kind of like not sure, you yeah. know, just kind of like, hmm. And then uh, not really knowing what my calling was, you know, just kind of. Okay, you know what? Uh, what am I? Uh, what, what's my? Uh, what's my calling, Lord? What, am I supposed yeah. to be just, you know? And then the more I went, the more um, 
and I cut myself. You know how you go in with a, uh, uh, your idea of how you want things done, but then God always has a different plan for it. You know, he always yeah. says, okay. No, it always happens the way I want every time I get my way. No. You know? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm supporting her. Yeah. You know, kind of checking out what she's okay. doing. And, okay. and here I am, I'm just getting involved and I'm starting to meet people. I'm starting yeah. to talk to them. Hey, so, you know, just, you know, they came to me. They came start talking to me. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, next you know, week after week, man, yeah. relationships. I'm talking solid relationships, yeah. you know, yeah. because now, not that I'm able to talk to them about anything, but I'm able to talk to them about anything mm. and not be judged, you know? And, you know, I used to go out there thinking, okay, I'm going to help them. Like, I know what they need, right? You know, I think they, you know, and I don't know the Bible a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot of scripture to where it's like, oh yeah, over here and back, and then it's backed up over here and, and oh, yeah, you yeah. know, just comparing, no, I'm, I'm, and so Satan gets in your head, hmm. um, you know, what, what, what can you, what do you have for them? What can you tell them? What, you know, and, uh, so there was a lot of, you know, chatter going on, you yeah. know, but it wasn't about it was it was more of the relationships were being built you know and, yeah. and everybody out there has some kind of religious background whether they're you know they're raised Notice everybody, that, yeah. everybody's raised in it everybody's yeah. raised in some kind of whether it's Jehovah's Witness whether it's Catholic whether it's you know Mormon but somewhere along the way hmm. they get you know usually their teenage years 20s <laughs> you know yeah. you start you know, you don't want to do it no more, or you start to just, you know, stuff happens. And so, after a while, once in a while, they'll, uh, they'll preach to you. Yeah. You know, it's like because you're opening them up, you're, you're talking to them about certain things. So now I'm confining them. Hey, man, just, it was my day. So, how's your day? I'll get, you know what? This is what happened. Well, hmm. when, I, when, I, when I used to own my business, I used to do this and do that because they were all business owners. They were, you know, they had trades. They all know something. They were in the fields. They were, you know, they all just weren't. They they didn't just become homeless. You yeah. know, they they all have some kind of background that, and and you relate to them sometimes. You know, hmm. and so they talk to you and they they're trying to help you. And once I realized, I was like, man, they're helping you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they're at least they're you know trying to come up with some, you know and you know because we're friends and that's what friends do. You know, and and family. Um, so you you guys go out basically every Tuesday night, no matter what, with with the exception of like Christmas Day or something, you know. I think when, when it's some crazy. I think this Christmas, yeah, was the first time ever that we've been a part of it. Yeah, that we haven't gone out. Yeah, it's always been, and we were even talking about it. As in, there was never a time that we didn't go out. Yeah, in rain or shine, it didn't matter, and. And there's good people out there, even in the rain, they know that we're going to show up. Right. And so they show up. Yeah. Wet everything. And because they know we're coming out. And it's, it's, it's such a. Man. And, and sometimes they're not hungry. Sometimes they just want to hang out. And we'll hang out with them because we're geared up, right? We're, we, you know, we got our, we just don't go out there in our Levi's and the t-shirt. Yeah. You know, we're geared up and so are they. They got their rain gear and stuff and towards mm. like, um, they just come in and say how we're doing, you know, see what's up and, you know, uh-huh. and 
and uh, but uh, it's definitely been a blessing of uh, stuff that we never knew that what's gonna happen to our insides, to our spirit, yeah. to our to our hearts, you know, and uh, and because of the relationships that I've um, I've that God's put in front of me out there, yeah. Um, ever since I've been with RK. Uh, there's been about 20 men that have uh, come up to me and said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And at I'm, work. Yeah, at work. Uh, you know, and I'm like, okay. You know, uh, and I, I was, and all I, every morning I get out, I say, okay, God, give me the words. Yeah. Give me the words that they might need to hear. And what are they talking to you about? Just like, Oh, you know what's crazy? What's crazy about it? I was just talking to one, another guy the other day. Is um, everybody's got something that they're dealing with, no matter the smallest things, the biggest things. Hmm. Um, and they come up to me and ask me, "Hey, so what do you think about this, man? Hey, I have a I have a stepdaughter that's done this, or..." Hey, I'm kind of dealing with this, mm. and you know, and he goes, and I was like, hey, I like the way that you handle yourself in certain situations. Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, and I'm just like, sure. Yeah. And what was crazy about it is, there's like 20 different men that come up and talk to me, and I've kind of had an experience with every topic. Yeah, and I'm like, relationships, you, like all drug Kids, addictions drugs, yeah you know because i'm pretty open when it comes to my my drug addiction yeah. back in the day yeah and and so are they you know and then they come hey man you know my son's dealing with this or you know hey so wow so you kick that you know i go how'd you how'd you do that and oh, i get to show oh you. man oh, i yeah. get to you know even even when i was on life support yeah. There was a guy that went through it also in his way, and I was just kind of like, "Oh man, we gotta, you know, we gotta talk." And it's, and it's just, I go, "Man, I was telling Sue, I was, man, I went through some stuff, you know." <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and that's why I call it character building because, yeah, you know, um, and then even when there's adversities at work, because there's some guys that you know, you're in a construction world. There's yeah. some not so friendly conversations that go on right. especially about the girl that just walked by or, or something that's pretty in in the jokes that are told you know right. and there's you know believe it or not there's racism racism still out there right yeah and there was uh, there was a certain gentleman that was uh, um, always talking about just the other races and this and that getting kind of in hmm. certain times I would just okay I'm out of here I, I don't need I don't want to you know and he would, the next day he would do it again. I'd be like, okay, this is when I leave. Well, um, yeah. next thing you know, another coworker would leave with me, you know. And he'd be like, man, why don't you? I go, I don't, I don't want to hear that. That's, not into it, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, you know. And uh, and so that same guy that I used to talk, um, uh, one day we're in the back, and he's he's doing some uh, sweeping up. I go, hey man, what you up to? He goes, oh, I'm, I'm playing Mexican. I go, playing Mexican. He goes, yeah, I'm cleaning up. And I was like, oh really? Nice. <laughs> I was like, really? So I walk up to him and I just go, uh, hey, uh, um, are you racist or are you just like talking like that? 
you know and he's just like and he kind of bumps me like huh, you know because we've known each other for a couple of years now because i've been at the site yeah but he's a pm there so kind of there's a respect and yeah and he goes uh he goes oh i goes uh he goes i just like talking like that he goes then he bumps me and he kind of oh plus i'm a little racist and i go okay i go uh, <laughs> i go exactly i was like what's that mean i go uh i go uh you know i go it bothers me when you talk like that huh. i go and i wish you would stop i you know i i you know he's like looking at me like okay hmm. all right i go i appreciate it if you stop and he's just kind of looking at me like all right and then my my foreman that walks up to me he's like is everything cool here and i kind of look at him just kind of like is everything okay he's like <laughs> he goes yeah we're good i mean not that i was threatening it, it was just kind of like hey I, yeah. I appreciate it if you stopped it bothers me yeah and i never asked him to stop cussing i never asked him to do anything but stop talking but whenever he's around me he doesn't cuss we're <laughs> in a group he doesn't cuss he doesn't do anything That's of the funny. sort and then uh uh, God uses everybody to when I'm when I'm kind of when we're when we're also trying to you know be um, I guess you could say uh, do the right thing or just be the be, be the example mm. um, sometimes <clears throat> you get caught up in conversations you know and yeah I remember I said something and we were, the topic was uh, Trump's uh, wife and I had made yeah. a com- and I had made a comment. It wasn't the nicest, but I was just kind of like it wasn't crazy, but I was just kind of I said something. Yeah. And he goes, and he and that guy who uh, who used to be he was, who was racist and all yeah, that, yeah. He, was, he was like, he's oh I'm surprised that comes out of your mouth. Oh he now goes, he's, he's the like, one talking to yes, you. Yes. <laughs> he goes, he was like, uh, um, <coughs> he's all oh, a man of your stature. I I didn't expect something like that. And I was just like, ooh. Oh dang it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> got me. You're right. You know. And so later on, when we're alone, I go up to him and I thank him. I said, I thank you, man, for uh, mm. keeping me accountable. I go, I go, that's that's great, man. I apologize, you mm. know. And I was just, it was, uh, it was a good thing. But it was God saying, hey, you know, talking to everybody, you know, yeah. just kind of like, you know, just whether or not you want to listen and hear it, because He's always speaking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, man. But yeah, but uh, so I found out my. Uh, not you know my ministry but you know god's help you know put a lot of men in front and towards like yeah, he's got you where you're at yeah, right i was just like all right i'm home you know I, I get it you know and so and uh it's just good stuff so i want to go back to street ministry for a minute okay sorry <laughs> no we, that was great yeah good story um so i've been out with you guys i think four times now over the course of whatever two years whatever yeah um because i do the high school ministry which meets on tuesdays which is the same night you think you know the, yeah. the street ministry goes out um so we've taken groups of high schoolers out a couple times and the i think the first route that i went i think it was yours because usually there, there's like four or six how many routes are there uh, you guys i know do there was eight but i think we trimmed it down to like five i think okay so it's like fremont you know a couple fremont routes union city newark hayward Hayward. you're so you're on the hayward one yeah um and i I remember we took a group of teenagers out there and and i think uh sue was i think i was in the the red pickup or whatever with you guys and 
I remember because I'd never done that before. Like yeah. I'd I'd been by all these places and you know you you never know these things are even here. Yeah. You turn a corner, you climb through this fence, and you go in. There's this tent city. It's like twenty people. Like, you yeah. guys live here? Like it, it was striking, right? Yeah. And I, I remember like I was sitting in the car at one point, and I think Sue got out to like go run after somebody or whatever. <laughs> and they just got through telling us like, don't go anywhere by yourself. Yeah. Like then she just like she's yeah. gone. All the rules apply, to, she, except for her. She yeah. ducks into this dark corner. I'm like, oh my god, this woman's never coming back. What are we gonna do? I'm gonna have to drive this car. Like, I don't even know where I am. I'm like, what? and uh, she comes back with with somebody, and uh, you know, it's like you would think this is her best friend. Like the way she's acting, just mm-hmm. hugging him, just walking arm on his shoulder. How's life going? How's your kids? Just like all that. And I remember sitting there, and I was like, this can't be real. Yeah. It's got to be fake. And I, I see you do the same thing. You walk these, these you know, you, you would think that you're friends. Yeah. If you didn't know better, right? Yeah. And I, I remember being really skeptical at first. Like, there's, like, no, they're just, they're putting it on. You know, they're doing the Christian thing. They're just, you know, pretending to be friends because that's what you're supposed to do. And then they just can't wait to get away because, you know, they smell or you know, yeah. whatever. They're going to talk about them later. And I, that was a huge kick in the butt for me because I've been out a couple times since and I've gotten to know you guys and they are your friends. Yeah. Like, legit. Not like my street friends. Yeah. Your actual friends. We, uh, we we consider them family yeah um well and it shows we because I, a lot of times for a while there we we spend more time with them sometimes than we do with my own family yeah. as in you know yeah. my family's in modesto right every week you're seeing these people absolutely yeah and we know about their their families their kids right. their, their struggles their and they know about us they yeah. know they know almost i mean everything but a lot you know, and so yeah. they're inquiring with us. Hey, how are you doing with this? And so, you know, um, it's definitely been a blessing. Yeah. Um, un- unexpected blessing, you know. Yeah. Um, it just gives you a different perspective. Um, even even when we got involved in the ministry, and we, we were, we were kind of skeptical because we were, mm-hmm. you know, because we were kind of like, ooh, okay. Right. And then it just, you know, God takes over. Yeah. You know, and um, one of the um, best things that we've ever heard out there hmm. is um, one of the gentlemen uh, was he was a pastor's pastor's kid hmm. and drifted away. Um, he uh, he asked, he goes, "I'm ready," and we're like, "Okay, you know," because he's constantly talking, ta- talking, because you know he's just talking and talking and ready like yeah ready what? ready to go to rehab or ready to go to huh? Cher- cherry hill and cherry hill is a uh rehabilitation up in the uh, oakland okay. area and he's i'm ready to go and we're like okay all right you know that, that's good you know but because yeah. he's always you know and he's like so do i go with you guys do i jump in the truck we're just <laughs> like take me now we're like he's ready. You, we're he's like really ready we're like go. oh dude are you serious and he's like he goes yeah well, well hold on a second man because at the time normally if someone decides to hey i'm ready hmm. 
the night's over. That's it's time to go. Right. We call ahead and say, hey, um, because there's a different, there's a couple different routes yeah. that we meet up with, and that particular night, um, the other route wasn't um, wasn't um, available. They had to work overtime or something, so we were taking mm. on the two different stops, the two different routes. So there was actually more people waiting, you know, oh. and so we couldn't just stop everything that night. But normally our night's done. We call yeah. ahead. Hey, we're yeah. not going to meet the next route because there is no tomorrow. You drive you know? to Oakland, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. We go because that's, wow. you know, it's, yeah, wait, you know, hold on a second. I can take care of this. No, that's, we're taking you serious. Let's go. Wow. <clears throat> so he's all, do I wait with you guys or do I, no, no, just jump in the truck. You know, tonight's a little different. Normally we would take you. <clears throat> so now we're at the second stop. And he's saying goodbye to everybody, right? And he's like, all right, man, giving away his knife. I can't take that in, you know, just now. We're like, huh. wow, this, you know, he's, he's serious. He's going to do it. <laughs> so after everything's over, <clears throat> we take him, we start going to Oakland. <clears throat> and we're sitting in the truck kind of waiting for some doors to open and stuff. And, and he's sitting in there. He goes, uh, you know what's about you guys? He goes, uh, you guys never stab, slammed the Bible down our throats. Hmm. And and that's from just not knowing, right? I mean, that's just from <laughs> you know. But God uses that, right? God uses that, um, not knowing the Bible and just um, we've never been that way. We never. Hmm. You need this. You need that. Here's the Bible. You know, you need to read this. No, he goes. You guys never slammed the Bible in my throat. He hmm. goes. <clears throat> he goes. Um, you guys didn't tell us about God. He goes. We saw God in hmm. you. And it was like, man, Jace. Wow. You know, it was, that was awesome. That's the nicest thing anyone could Thank say to you. you. That was, the, he goes, we saw God in you. You wow. know, it was just kind of like, he goes, you were God. And we're just, yeah. we're just like, oh, it was, That's thank amazing. you, brother. Thank you. And it was just, we, we were still flying on cloud nine, just hearing that, you know, but yeah. it was, it was, it was good stuff, man. You know, and where's that guy at now? Um, he actually, he actually came back out, you yeah. know. Um, but he's different. Huh. You, you can see that he's different now. You know, he's before um, he would be. His name is Wingnut, and for a reason. I've met him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a little nutty. And yeah. Exactly. You know, you, you hear him before you see him because <laughs> yeah. he's always yelling down the parking lot and all that. Right. But he's actually he's. I'm not saying he's not using it anymore, but he's definitely different. Mm. You know, he's not as you know. Wingnut. Yeah, you know. So, but uh, but yeah. Man. Um, there's been a couple times that, um, uh, going back to family is uh, mm. uh, there's been a couple other people that have come out on in industry ministry and, and you know all those homeless people, uh, you know, and that that homeless guy over there. And I go, you know, his his name is John. Mm. His name is Rick. I go, they have names. You know, um, mm. I don't call you. Oh, that guy in the purple truck, or hey, that girl over here. I go, yeah. I go. They have names. I go, try asking them their name. You know, <clears throat> even if you go to give them money, you know, in front of Seven Eleven, say, hey, my name is so and so. Yeah. You know, um, and they might not give you your name, but you know, you show up again. You see, because most people are in the same spots. Yeah. You know, and that's what it was the you know just hey you know yeah they don't go far yeah exactly yeah. you know to where it was kind of like and and we kind of at the times we had to pray on it because we started taking it a little too personal 
hmm. as in now we're starting to <laughs> not judge the people but on the street ministry but it was kind of like right, right. it was kind of like well hold on man I go like, they, they have names they start protecting you know yeah, as in like nah man you know he's his name is, his name is Joe hmm. you know yeah, that's his name not the homeless guy yeah you know and so uh, why, why titles you know get to know his name and it was kind of like but we, Sue and I had to catch ourselves kind of like okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's back up a little but T- took you a while to get there you know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was family you know what I mean it was yeah. it was that's that's what we see it as you know hmm. because they are you know it's it's somebody's dad it's somebody's yeah. brother it's somebody's father that's out there that's having a rough time you know and and <laughs> And it's all God's timing, you know. Um, yeah. Um, we've seen it all too many times out there. Just um, when they're ready, they're ready, you know. And sometimes you just got to experiencing some stuff in there mm. to understand where he wants you to be at. You know, it's like, okay. But he uses it, you know. He uses everything, especially all the negative stuff. Yeah. You know? Do you find that your, your history in that world kind of opens doors for you in a lot of ways just when you're talking to these guys yeah yeah, yeah. just uh <clears throat> just in my own world now even talking with my mom you know talking with uh, uh my dad you know my uh uh there was a guy out there that was uh talking about uh he never got an opportunity to, to thank his dad for all the sacrifices that he did hmm. growing up you know and uh He's like, he goes, my dad's gone now, but I never got to say thank you for, um, for the, for the two, three jobs that he worked to get the, to always have food on the table, to always, you know, have clothes, shoes on your feet, you know? And so (laughs) that next day, man, I got got on the phone and called my dad, you know, and I was just like, you know, um, and just thanked him. You know, wow. it humbled me. I was kind of like, "You're absolutely right." <coughs> yeah. Our parents, <coughs> our parents do go through sacrificing stuff. To you're to, getting ministered to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and it was it was it was so it's amazing. It was so freeing. You know, it's kind of like you know, yeah, it was an emotional moment. My, yeah. my dad's bawling on the phone. He was just kind of like, you know, wow. I was like, man, you know, and and I thought of it as, you know, I can imagine if my son says something like that and you know to me and, and you mm-hmm. know and you know and my son did say something one time and he was just like dad thank you for uh not making me a spoiled brat <laughs> he goes teaching me the value of a dollar and yeah. not always giving me what i wanted but you always made sure i had what i needed yeah you know and i was just like i go son that's how god works mm. that's exactly how god works because we want a lot of stuff but <laughs> <laughs> He goes, but he's always going to give us something, whatever we need, even if it's just a smile yeah. from somebody else or someone opening up a door, you know, good morning, you know, mm. and uh, it's uh, definitely been a blessing to be a part of street ministry. Everybody's like, that's incredible. You know, hey, I'm glad you guys, you know, um, I'm glad, you know, how do you guys do it? I said, no, man, we're, we're able to, we get to come out here. Yeah. You know, we, we get to, you know, and. It was uh, definitely. Uh, um, That's a, it's different. Yeah, it's not. It's not one of those like, oh, we're just gonna go out and give them stuff, Mm-mm. you know, to make ourselves feel good. 
I uh, when our high schoolers go to Vegas every year, or for the last three years, and they do a mission trip out there, and I, I went with them this year. Okay. And they do this thing where you uh, you pack two lunches, and then you go to this street, you know, where it's known to be a, a spot, right, where, okay. where people hang out, and and I mean like dozens of people just kind of sitting on the walls and. You walk down the street and offer somebody lunch, and you have lunch with them. And this is again, this is like my own, this is my own issue that I know I got to work on, okay. because I, like I said, I don't, I don't genuinely care, like you guys do. I care, yeah, but not like that, not like that. And I, I hate that, you know, about my own heart. That that's <laughs> it's cold to to. It's absolutely cold to certain people, and uh, I was called out on it by this guy sitting against a wall. You know, someone that I, you know, I, I was, I was gonna pass by because I wanted to pick a different one. You know, <laughs> of course. I, that, yeah, you know, it sounds horrible to say that, like, but you know, and this guy, and I, I end up coming back, and you know, because I. I caught myself on that and I was like ah dang it like go talk to that guy but I already already passed him and he knew it and I walk up to him and, and he just looks at me and says get get that out of here don't talk to me he says you just walk by me you're shopping mm. you don't care about any of us so you're just you guys are all out here you're doing tourism you know you're just here to just to impress yourselves you know take your lunch go somewhere else talk to someone who cares f off and i was like oh, crap <laughs> <laughs> this guy's right you know what a, he says what you think you're gonna he he, he must have said this before because it was like aimed right at my heart he says you, you think you're gonna come out here for an hour have lunch with me and know anything about my life you don't know anything you know come back when you're ready to like actually know me i was like wow anyway so yeah. that and that that i say that to say like what what you guys do is the answer to that criticism because you're, you're not doing tourism yeah. i'm gonna you've been doing this for like five years yeah the tour is over <laughs> right you've seen it okay yeah but you, you guys are out there and, and you really you know you love people and they're, they're there's a warmth there yeah. you know yeah, and I, I i envy that I, I brag on i've told that story a bunch of times and i've talked about you specifically a bunch of times because yeah. i've seen that and it 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 humbles me um and it, it's inspiring at the same time because i want to grow in that way i, I want to because christ sees these people like you do yeah you know he sees them as those are, those are his sons and daughters they happen to be on the street he knows why and he loves them yeah you know why? Why would I then, if if Christ loves these people, why would I then put them in some other class? Who am I, yeah. like to segregate and all that? He doesn't. So and that that's, you know, so you should be, you should be proud that he he's made you with that kind oh, of heart. We and you've, you've gone out and done it. That's one of our, our our, you know, when we uh, when we thank him for a lot of stuff is it's just, you know, using us like that. Yeah, you know we we get so much. There's a lot of joy in that, and, yeah. and you know um, 
we're always our route is always the last one to come in. They're always yeah. we're calling. Are you guys coming in? You know, right? Um, nine nine thirty, nine forty, <laughs> ten o'clock. Even yeah. when the when the teenagers come out, it's like just tell your parents. Tell your parents. You'll be late. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're not going to meet that nine o'clock deadline. Yeah, you know, but, and they don't mind. You know, yeah. Um, and it's been a. You know, with the with the kids coming out every now and then, like, oh, we want to go on that route. We want to go on that right. route. It's like they know, asked for it. And, yeah. yeah, and actually, we got a new girl, um, Kathy. Yeah, and that she's like, yeah. I want to go on the Hayward route. Yeah. Okay, and it was what was awesome about it is she brought her parents out for the first time, and her parents came. Catherine did. Yes, huh. and but she separated herself from her parents. Her parents went on a different route. And she made sure that she came with us on our route. She goes, I want to find out about about, about, about Nora's family and this and that. And, but Nora, Nora wasn't out there. But it, and uh, and you just get to see that fire, you know, in in somebody because you know it was it was it. it was good stuff. I was just like, right on. So I think she might be uh, someone on our Haywood route. That's I was, great. I was like, right on. I go, here we go. You know? Catherine on. She's cool. Yeah. That was good stuff. She's yeah. a like freshman in college, right? She's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She was an amp last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's eighteen. Yeah, it's awesome. But definitely awesome. Know, but right on. Yeah, man. I <clears throat> okay. One more from my perspective. Okay. I, I'm a big fan of Street Men. No man. problem. I'm digging it. So you know this guy Tod. Yes. You met him. Yes. He walks around with a guitar. Yep. He wears like a. Like a hockey shin guard everywhere. Where's camo? He's real set up. He's yeah. got it. He's got it down. And we brought a group of high schoolers out. This was the bonus day, where their amp was on break, and I, I threw it out to a handful of them. Like, hey, you want to go back to Streetman? We got the week off. Like, yeah. and they're like, yeah, let's go. So they came out, and we met. Uh, and we were under like a train overpass or something like that somewhere in the middle of newark one of these spots where you're like where i'm, I'm looking at my gps like where are we right now yeah. no man's land and i hear a guitar off in the darkness somewhere and it's it's this guy he's teody yeah. and he comes over and he starts you know just talking to me and and some of the students come up and within 10 minutes or so he is singing uh, a song that he said, you know, this is just going to come from the soul. <laughs> and he's singing a song. And it's like one of the sweetest like worship sessions. And we're standing on train tracks mm-hmm. in the dark. And he's he's singing to us and he's, you know, and he's talking to the kids like, you know, singing, the devil wants to take your soul. You know, he wants you, but don't let him. He, you know, he who's in you is greater than he who's in the world. And, and he's just like preaching, like literally <laughs> from his heart to these kids. And you know afterward we're talking about it and just like man like that dude has got as much joy with yeah. it with his, he's living under a train overpass and he's got as much joy in in his heart like for life like that i do and it, that's that's impossible yeah impossible if, if it weren't for the fact that the gospel's real mm-hmm. and that he believes in Christ and he believes there's greater things ahead and that nothing can touch him because God's got him and that, that was the the handful of students that were there that night were just like they were blown away by that they couldn't yeah. believe it they were almost crying right there on, on the train tracks just like <sighs> and they couldn't believe it is this guy for real like you can see you can see the joy of, of our savior yeah 
yeah. in this guy who's got nothing to be joyful about, you know, by the world standards. But there he is. It's in your face. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. There's actually uh, a lot of uh, unselfishness out there. Hmm. Um, one thing we've seen when we're out there, and sometimes we'll come back with sleeping bags and tents, hmm. and uh, we're like, hey man, can you use this? He goes, and sometimes, you know, you, you would think, gimme, 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 or what can I. But it's like, no, nah, man, um, I'm good, but uh, John over there could use some. He's a new guy. Hmm. You know, so they, they looked after each other. There's a lot of uh, unselfishness yeah. that you wouldn't think would be in, you know, in that environment. Hmm. You know, and you're right. There is a lot of, Teodi does have <laughs> a lot of way. joy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but definitely. Yeah, and he's one that I would have looked at. Before, I've been like, man, that dude's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to him. Yeah, that's where by Ardenwood. Yeah. yeah, he stays in Newark. Yeah. But now, you know, and maybe I'm starting to thaw, right? You know, because I I look forward to seeing that guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I want to I want to follow up. Like, how's your son? You know, I kind yeah. I'm interested now. So it's, <laughs> maybe there's something going on here. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know. <laughs> chipping away, the, Jeez, the chipping Grinch, away. the you Grinch's know? heart's growing right yeah. now. He's, God sculpted, he's sculpted. <laughs> but, uh, so, Gabe, I want to know, like, where where's God got you at right now? Like, what's what's He teaching on you? What, what what's He still working on for you? Getting closer to Him. Yeah. Um, I just started journaling, um, which has been something that mm. I've heard about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, my prayer has always been, you know, because a lot of times, you know, um, when we were going out there, yeah, we don't we don't have the words. Now we don't know the Bible. Yeah. And, and, but I've been uh, uh, wanting to know more, you know, hmm. to uh, to be more rooted, to be, you know, like uh, uh like Pastor Jackson said this weekend, you know, he just wants to hang out. Mm. He just wants to hang out with you. And that was like, right on. <laughs> you know, yeah. me. You know, yeah. me. He wants to hang out with me. And uh, um, I've been trying to read more um, and and just, uh, uh, just be more a part of his world, you know, talk to yeah. him more. Um, even if it's a simple, you know, um, how you doing? You know, you know, I, I catch myself, uh, starting my each day in my journal. Uh, uh, hey, good morning. Hmm. You know, uh, you know, I don't know if you sleep or not, but how'd you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> or how'd you, how you do it? You know, yeah, and, yeah. but that's how you're supposed to. What I understand is that's how you're supposed yeah. to just, because he's going to, you know, he's, he knows who you are, you know, and and I wanna. Um, I know he has um, something bigger for us. Hmm. Uh, don't know what. Anxious, you know, <laughs> because um, along the way, you know, because I shared with you what um, uh, about um, the roommates we have. Yeah. Um, and we've seen. Well, I've seen. Sue, being a part of AA, has seen a lot of people go in and out, in and out type of thing. You right. Know? I've 
I've never seen that because I've I've never really been a part of AA. My upbringing was through God. My mm. saving was through my and all my, and um, she's been AA since she's twenty two years old. You know, right. so it's kind of like, and I've never been a part of that. Um, so my my walk has been different, a right. lot different than hers. But yet we're both sober. You know, to where it's like we. You know, I go, whatever happened, happened, but we're here today together. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I just, I want to, um, I just want to get closer. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. I've never seen people go in and out like that. Hmm. And then having the roommates that we had, I got to see a little bit. The right. reaction, the, you know, um, and then the second roommate came around, yeah, almost the same thing but a different way. You rent you rent out your garage, yes, basically for yeah. free, I assume, or pretty close to it. No, we, we got to keep accountable. Okay, you know, keep you know to where it's Pay you know, some rent. yeah, okay, you know because you gotta because if you, everything's given for free, then you know at first it, mm. because the object is to help get people helping on their feet. Yeah. And eventually there's there's steps you know um mm. that you take and giving for free is not um i mean it's great for starting yeah but eventually there's accountability that has to step in you know um but uh and so i've seen people you know and so i was like okay obviously i'm getting educated here yeah um and i'm i'm learning something off of each one of them hmm. you know so it's like okay i'm just anxious i don't know i don't know what the next step is i don't you know but it's like okay you know and right now getting more rooted and in, in mm-hmm. the word um is definitely being put in my heart to uh hmm. understand it more um i don't know if that means he's just gonna bring me other men that need the word more mm. <laughs> or i need to hear you know to where Probably. You know, right? so I was like, okay, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> try not to look too far because I used to, I used to get anxious, too much, too anxious. Like, okay, you, you know, mm. what's, you know, and then it's like, just chill, yeah. <laughs> relax, yeah, yeah. relax, you know, is what I hear, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty laid back guy. I'm pretty, yeah. uh, go with the flow. You yeah. know, sometimes Sue would sit there and have to check my heartbeat just to make <laughs> sure that because certain situations happen yeah. and she'd be like, the way you reacted to that was shouldn't uh, you be upset exactly. right. <laughs> yeah, you know that's and, funny and uh and i just like this is you know it's that's not this you know I, yeah you know um it's just not how i react you know and and it doesn't it's never added up to anything yeah you know? and, and uh and my dad's that way you know yeah. my dad's that way too you know my mom's pretty laid back too so it's kind of like you know I, i'm sure i get it from him you right. know, or them, both of them, because you know, um, some good stuff. Hmm. But, uh, so th- there's a question I ask most of my guests, and it, that's when you. I mean, you're you're a follower of Christ. Yes. Um, what is it about him that that you have found so beautiful as to like commit? your your energy your life your time your emotion reading things <laughs> right 
what is about in this so beautiful that would that would lead a, a guy like you to that level? Unconditional love. Um, mm. He's showed that um, no matter where I was, no matter what I did, never felt alone. Um, I was a guy who stole your stuff and helped you look for it. Hmm. Um, did some stuff that was just, you know, shameful. But I never felt alone. Ever. Hmm. Um, always, even when I was backsliding, drinking, I would get into the car and couple times you know Santana you know you've got to change your evil ways <laughs> you know um, or even uh, Rod Stewart you know you yeah. fill my heart with sadness or gladness mm. take away all my sadness yeah. you know um, he always spoke to me through song just songs and I don't, I don't even know if the guys were saved you know um, Michael Jackson you know you mm. are not alone yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah, stuff yeah. like that spoke to me. And I was just like, you know, mm. and uh, and now when I walk outside and, and the breeze is blowing, to me, that's him saying hello. Mm. You know, and I feel it on my face. I feel it just just everywhere. I'd be like, hey, mm. you know, and it's just him saying, hey, I'm right here. You know, and it just brings a smile. And um, he showed me. He gave me a taste of his love when he gave me my son. Mm. Um, because there's nothing my son can do that's going to make me stop loving yeah. him any different. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, and and that's an example of how he loves us. Mm. And that that's, hmm, that just, uh, yeah. uh, you know, used to listen to Joyce Myers and, and uh, a lot of times she would just go, woo, <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> you know? She's excitable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so many little things like that just makes me want to do that too, you know, because yeah. it's just, it's such a joy. It's such a yep. a feeling and, and he's, he's able to use this. Yeah. He's able to use it for his glory. All my brokenness, all my wrongdoings, all... And he uses it for his glory today, you know. And it's just unconditional love, that, yeah. you know, that he's shown me, that he's given me for other people. I don't care what you've done. I don't care, you know. I'm that. That's that. I don't, I'm not made that way. I'm not made that way to, you know, to 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 hate. To, yeah. My sister-in-law one time was like, "Is he always so positive?" I said. <laughs> He goes, my brother's like, that's what? just that's just the way he is. Because I'm always trying to look at the positive things of stuff, you know. The, There's plenty of negative, right? Absolutely. The world's got enough to keep itself busy. Yes, you know, and it's yeah. just, uh, you know, um, you know, even at work, the guys, oh, we got some problems. No, we just have issues that need attention. <laughs> I got that's all it is, you know, and they're just like, okay, you know, and... Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's like you said, you know, there's so many negative things out there. Yeah. That, uh, but sometimes I got to learn how to take a step back, yeah. you know, and just just listen. You yeah. know, I had to learn that. Being, yeah. Being married too, sometimes. 
you know learn to listen yes because as a man we want to fix you know and sometimes i had to learn how to just (laughs) how to just listen you know and that's huge but yeah yeah all right man right on anything else on your mind that you want to tell the world or (sighs) try god try god hey (laughs) here we go hope that book is still around somewhere (laughs) yeah it's somewhere oh gabe thank you so much man i told you like i you know when when i started doing this there's a there's a list of people in my phone here that i wanted to talk to and you're on it for sure you were on it high on that thing because for you know i say this all the time for every person that sits there there's a, a thousand other gabes out there yeah and i just i just pray that this gets to them because they need to know about that unconditional love yeah it's real it and is. it changes people it works try god yeah <laughs> right on yeah right on do a high five on that thank you for, thank you for having me man right on <clears throat> thanks man cool all right all right thank you so much gabe for coming out this evening man what a story i can't even tell you i love doing this podcast this is so fun man unconditional love that's what this is unconditional love gabe says he, he falls in love with christ more all the time wants to get it to know him more wants to get in his word because he's been loved first amazing uh, thank you so much for listening tonight and once again uh go ahead and like the facebook page like the Apple Podcast Tile, the Stitcher app. Get this thing out there, man. People need to hear about this amazing God who truly loves people uh, in ways that it is astounding to me. I can't believe it. Um, it's humbling. Uh, share this episode. Uh, if you want to be on the show or you know someone you want me to talk to, shoot me an email, please, at thegreatstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Oh, hi. So you're still listening? This is the Easter egg portion of the show. Uh, Some of you have found this before. Others of you have found it by accident. Either way, uh, this is a time where I just kind of talk about whatever's on my mind at the moment. Uh, I'm going to keep this one short because my voice is going away. This happens every year. I don't know what it is. It's like this dry... Something about the dry winter air just kills me. Uh, But I was reminded of a story. Uh, This is so goofy. Um, (laughs) A couple nights ago, I was telling this to somebody. I forget who I was even talking to. But um, so when, if you've been around for a while, you've heard about bottle flipping. (laughs) And this is a thing that was, it was big maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago. And it was huge in middle school uh, when what every boy would do, and some girls, of course, is you would take a, a normal water bottle, like a, you know, like a, maybe a, what are those little 16, 12 ounce, normal, whatever, Aquafina bottle, something like that. 
and you fill it like maybe a third of the way and you grab the cap and you flip the thing up in the air and the goal is to get it to land again on its you know on its bottom so it flips up in the air and it lands on the ground again and so for a couple of years every middle schooler you would see is walking around flipping bottles everywhere teachers got annoyed by it schools always hate these things because they just it, i don't know they just like to poop on these kind of things. <laughs> Some of your teachers would have to tell me, like, why do these things bug you so much? Explain it to me. I'm sure there's a good reason. Uh, but, you know, and then, of course, there's tiny bottle flipping, there's big bottle flipping. You know, there's some kids that, that they get so into it that they end up flipping, like, five-gallon jugs, and it's it's amazing. So I, I never really learned how to do it that well. I try to stay relevant with these things, but sometimes I, I'm a little behind the beat. But this one, I, I knew a little bit about, and I could flip some bottles, whatever. I could never get one to land on the cap, though. That's called, if, if you get it to <laughs> flip up in the air and land on the cap part, they call it capping. <laughs> it's very exciting. It has its own moves. So, one time, I was at a uh, my goddaughter's high school graduation, and the graduation happened, and you know everyone's kind of milling around outside, uh, waiting for the graduates to come out of the the doorway there, so we can all give them flowers and hug them and take pictures and all that. And of course, there's a couple middle schoolers sitting on a bench over here, and what are they doing? They're flipping a bottle. Of course, you hear that noise. It's the you know you hear the release over and over again. Once in a while, you hear them go oh oh. That's the noise you make when you do it. You go oh. So. They're flipping the bottle, and, uh, you know, I'm just being goofy. I walk over, and I say, what's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, can I try that? <laughs> so, like, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, grown-ups flipping bottles? Are you crazy? I say, yeah, yeah, let me try it. Can you see the bottle? So, I take the bottle, and I'm once in a while, you have to try this kind of thing. Because if it works, you are a hero. So, I take the bottle, and I chuck that thing as high up in the air as I could, straight up. And, you know, I'm like, okay, the odds of this actually happening are pretty slim. But if it works, I'll be a hero, right? So the bottle comes, goes up, and it's flipping through the air. It comes down, and it goes, shoom, and it lands straight up and down. Bam. And these kids, like, jaws drop, and they did the full-blown hands up in the air. <gasps> oh! <gasps> what what <laughs> they're freaking out they've never seen anything so amazing in their entire lives and so on the inside <laughs> on the inside i'm going what <laughs> what but on the outside i'm keeping it cool you know i'm just like yeah and, I, and <laughs> so i look at these kids and i just look at them and i say uh, hey kids keep practicing <laughs> and I walk away that was it uh and I know I know that I am forever uh the thing of legends in these kids mind this was a few years ago I guarantee you I come up once in a while I'll be it'll be 20 years from now and one time they'll be sitting around and they'll be saying hey remember that time that dude just like flipped that bottle up in the air that's me I'm the guy <laughs> I'm the legend and uh once in a while, this is why, this is my philosophy, is that if you have something and you can throw it, like if you have something you're going to throw away, you should throw it. Like from wherever you're at, you try to chuck that thing in a garbage can because once in a while, you're going to make it and it's going to be amazing. One more time. 
the the a different story. Okay, so the the best throw the best throw that I have conscious memory of. Every if if you're a lady listening to this, um, I don't know if I don't think ladies do this, but guys have a memory of like the best throw they've ever done. And it wasn't this bottle. It was one time I was driving down Hesperian Boulevard in Hayward, right out front of Kaiser Hayward. And I was driving in the number one lane heading towards the freeway. And there's another lane to my right. And then there's the sidewalk. Okay. I'm in the passenger seat. My buddy's driving and I I'm eating a, a, a banana. And I'm eating the banana, eat the banana. I'm done with the banana. And I'm like, I got to get rid of this orange, uh, this banana peel. And I see up ahead of us, there's a trash can on the sidewalk. And it's one of these trash cans that's like, it's like stone. Or it's like it got pebbles all like concreted to the sides of it. It's square. And it's got the top on it that's like, like the top isn't open. It's got openings on the sides, right? It's got metal top opening on the sides. So I'm thinking, I'm going to chuck this banana peel at that garbage can. We're going like 30 miles an hour. So this would be, this makes Joe Montana look like a chump if I could pull this off. So I ball up the banana. And with my right hand, the window down, I do a little sidearm quarterback chuck out of the window. And it flies across the open lane next to me. And goes just like, because it's moving at 30 miles an hour. So it's this like arc that it takes. And it just goes, bam, right in the garbage can. I look over to my friend and I I was like, what? Did you see that? Did you see that? And he's like, see what? See what? And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, I need confirmation for that. That was the best throw ever. (laughs) He didn't see it. But I'm not lying to you. I I promise I'm not lying to you. Um, I could be, whatever. I can make this up if I want. You can't even see me. Uh, anyway, a couple goofy stories, funniest throws. I don't know. Next time I'll come up with something inspiring to say. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you in a couple weeks.